Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dewback Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stubbs and Mike Dolan. And welcome back to the Dewback Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Jared the Dark Jedi. And joining me for the first chunk of the show is Black Leader himself, Travis Grossman. I mean, I'm going to be here the whole time, but like, it's, oh, yeah. ju- it's just us yeah. from the beginning. We might have Connor later, and we will definitely be having Emrys from Girls with Sabres on. Uh, currently, this is being recorded at, it sounds like the NPR politics uh, timestamps, 4.52 on Monday. Uh, we have currently not seen the trailer. We have seen the teasers for the trailer, uh, but we have not actually seen the trailer itself yet. Once it goes live, you're going to be doing a trailer breakdown that will be tagged onto the end of the episode that you guys will be hearing on Tuesday when this goes up. So for now, while it's just us, Travis, how was your week, buddy? Hectic. I Yeah? I feel like it's Wednesday. Like, I keep in my mind going, it is like Wednesday or Thursday. Like, so so much has happened in the past week, just like with this, right? Saturday felt like it was three days long. Uh, we had Spencer home. We recorded an extra an extra episode and a half of Dewback. I don't want to talk about it. <clears throat> and uh, almost happened to this episode. Almost. Um, we recorded Revenge of the Sith audio commentary. With uh, a wonderful Mr. Jason Ward, absolutely wonderful, wonderful. I that recording was session. Um, I think that was definitely my favorite one we've done so far. Agreed. Um, They've just been getting more and more fun. I, I think it's also coming with like getting more and more comfortable with right. that pl- with that format. Yeah, that, like it's getting more and more fun because we get to relax more and more. Um, I keep like realizing how many games are coming out soon that i really want to play including our first story right yeah um and again they that and pokemon on the same fucking day how how dare they do that to me i don't know what i'm (laughs) gonna do um yeah no no funny work stories this week everything was pretty cookie cutter uh yeah jared how was your week uh like you said, it was uh, pretty hectic trying to get everything taken care of. Today was my first day working at our local AMC theater. They, I don't think they realize how much money they're about to lose in ticket sales. They have no fucking clue. They have <laughs> no fucking clue how much move money they just lost by hiring me. Uh, I mean, I, have to, I still have to pay for snacks, but snacks are half-priced. I, so they're regular priced is what you're saying. <laughs> they're what they should cost. They're, they're not 200% inflated <laughs> prices. Although they have like new like spicy tacos. Spicy taco bites. I, I've never gotten real food at a movie theater. Even at like we have the local Latrope 30 theater that does, yeah. like part of their thing is being a cafe. Yeah. Not about it. For, if I'm Every of, time I go there, I have to get the Mae West. It's like a spicy chicken wrap. Like, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Part of the thing has always been like. 
getting food before or after the movie, A, is part of the hangout experience. Because usually I go with either you or my friends. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, you go grab food, go to the movie. Or like, and also just eating in a theater is weird to me. Like, oh, I I get nervous anytime. I I rarely eat real food at the theater. Like, that's not an everyday occurrence for me. Mm. But when you tell me that, like, something like bite sized spicy tacos, you won me over. Like, I want to get, like, they did like a $5 flatbread buffalo chicken pizza once. Like, that that's begging me to get it, you know? I wore it. Speaking of, I think I left my bottle the last dab in this fridge. Probably did. Yeah. Um, also, that said, we did record a new trivia episode. I don't know if you specified what we recorded. No, I just thought um, we banged up from an episode. <clears throat> we, yeah, we have another trivia episode coming out. Uh, the loser of that episode has to do the outro with a heaping helping of the last dab on a flaming Hot Dorito. And it was a good time. No spoilers. No spoilers, of course. We also got to watch, no spoilers for this, the uh, Schmodown live event that happened on Saturday in Orlando. Dagnino versus Fife versus Kaiser. And then the uh, Founding Fathers versus Corruption match. Great matches to watch. No spoilers. I can't say anything about how I felt about the match without spoiling anything. Indeed. So with that, we want to you want to take this first story about Fallen Order? This is such a I didn't read the title of this article until just now. 28 new gameplay details we learned while playing Jedi Fallen Order. Now are these like you play as a Jedi? <laughs> some are you play as a Jedi, some are there's one thing on here that got turned into like the biggest clickbait article I've seen in my life. Not the biggest, because I've seen some doozies. But like, somebody, apparently, in one of the missions, you find Obi-Wan's recording that he sent out to all of the Jedi. That he like, that he records in Revenge of the Sith that you don't see him record. But they show the recording in Rebels. That recording plays for Cal, apparently, at one point in the gameplay that everybody, all the game changers got to use. Yeah. Uh, but every headline I've seen about it is, Obi-Wan Kenobi has a surprise appearance in Jedi Fallen Order. Like, you actually see Obi-Wan in the flesh, but it's a pre-recorded it's, hologram. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I guess I'm just going to, yeah, like you said, people got to play uh, through a, a small chunk of the game. Yeah, all your favorite Star recently. Wars gaming YouTubers almost certainly have a video. Like, even people who aren't, like, into the gaming side. Like, I know Star Wars Explained has one. Uh, Cubs Fan Han has one. Star Wars HQ, As a True. All of those guys. Uh, go watch their gameplay videos. So, I guess I'm just going to, like, bang through these and anything that sticks out we can, like, yeah. pause and talk about. So, like, this first one actually sounds really cool as part of the upgrade system. Uh, you collect lightsaber parts and use them to upgrade and enhance your lightsaber for specific locations. This includes blade color, which is interesting. Yeah, well, because I got I pre-ordered the deluxe edition. And the deluxe comes with, like, a certain set of hilts plus an orange blade, I think. Oh, okay. Um but yeah, that's like a really cool way to have um, like part of your le- – not necessarily leveling system, but like your skill tree maybe, right? To have like yeah. interchangeable parts in your saber. I think that's really cool. Uh, although Fallen Order has some Dark Souls influence, unlike Dark Souls, you can change the difficulty at any time, which is 
fine for people like me that are going to play through this like once immediately to get the experience and then maybe later crank up the difficulty. Yeah, I there have been certain games that have come out recently like this like the Spider-Man PS4 game. I went in on whatever the highest difficulty was. Like I played it through on that one. See, so like, like, but with this, like, because of having to cover it on here, there's a part of me that wants to like blast through it on that, like, wants to do the story mode difficulty, and then be like, yeah. okay, now Papa's gonna play this game. Like, I just don't have, I will not have the time to complete this game and like in a week or so to do yeah a proper review. <laughs> but like, I'm definitely gonna crack into it. Um, certainly having like even when I was playing through like God of War. Right. The I don't have time to like properly play this. So I'll play through on a hard difficulty. And when I get to a point where I'm like, I cannot clear this without putting some real time in. Yeah. Lower it. Crank it back up. So that's always nice. Uh, You can use your droid BD1 to scan environments or enemies. So, yeah. OK, we knew that. Uh, Hidden crates around the world contain cosmetic skins for your droid. Neat. And accessories for your hero. Neat. Uh, skill points can be found in crates in the world. The less ponchos on Cal, the better for me. Same. <clears throat> uh, or earned by filling a bar by grinding. Okay. Uh, this game includes basic game mechanics. <laughs> there is a botany side quest. Cool. <laughs> Your ship also has a small... I, I feel so bad because Connor's like, they better talk at least two hours about all the shit from... <laughs> yeah, poor Connor can't come on for this yeah. section. Uh, your ship also has a small kitchen. Why? Why? <laughs> That's not important. Yes, it's, it is to Connor. I, good for Connor, but he'll experience that when he plays the game. Like, I don't need to read that in an IGN article. I'm worried worried about, like, how the game's going to feel, right? Like, do I feel like Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> You really, During this game, you will feel like Spider-Man. You know, During you, Jedi Fallen Order, you feel like Spider-Man. You know damn well in reviews for this game, they're going to be like, this game really makes you feel like a Jedi. Every single one. Every single Every one. Every single yeah. one. And it's going to piss me off. But it's, you know what's great about it? Donkey, video game Donkey, is going to make fun out of it so fucking hard. And I'm here for that. Do you know, do you know video game Donkey I know is? that. I know that name. Dude possibly the funniest man on this planet wow that's a statement and you exist that might be the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me <laughs> and you exist <laughs> <laughs> within context that's really yeah. sweet out of context to say that the nicest thing that was ever said to you is you exist is it's so still sad correct <laughs> uh you wonder your ship the mantis, all you like when traveling. To, so, like, you have the while you're fast traveling, do whatever you want yeah. in the ship. Okay, that's well. Cool. They said that there isn't fast travel. Like, it's literally just like you have to wait through a hyperspace jump. Ooh, Papa doesn't know how he feels about that. Uh, you can use your force moves to interact with blue tinted objects in the environment, like pushing. Okay, like so, every Star Wars game. Yeah. Just like, here's your way of knowing what you can and can't You mean like with. every Star Wars game has a blue tint around things you can use the force on? You can slice off limbs from your enemies with, but not human enemies. Yeah. So, 
there's dismemberment, but not human dismemberment. Yeah, I saw in like one of the gameplay videos, like like there was like a K2X droid, like K2SO, uh, one that wasn't hacked by the rebellion, obviously, that Cal like slices and dices apart. Yeah. Uh, a Metroid Prime-style 3D map can be accessed to show you... That's really fucking cool, actually. Um, Metroid Prime, I've never personally played him, but, like, watching gameplay, it looks like it has such a yeah. cool atmosphere and, like, everything about it. Uh, there are Zelda-style puzzles. Cool. Uh, we've we've seen that in gameplay clips we've gotten. Yeah. And, like, th- this game looks like it's going to be The Legend of Zelda's meets Dark Souls, meets Star Wars. Yeah. Right? Uh, You can use the Force to freeze certain enemies in place. We've seen that. Uh, Certain enemies have a weakness that can be exploited with the Force. One of them we fought had a blue orb in his chest, so you, like, reached in like Captain America did with that tree trunk in uh, Age of Ultron to rip him in half. I (laughs) ad-libbed a good chunk of that. That's not true. Um... That's one of my favorite, like, little shots in all of Marvel is Chris Evans just... Oh, yeah. Shredded. Oh, my God. that mm. I've recreated that so many times, personally. Like, cutting firewood. Like, you get most of the way through, obviously. And yeah. You just pick it up and... I was about to say, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, super <laughs> serum. When did, when, when did Travis rip a log into? It's happened. Just, it was mostly cut through. Don't worry about it. Um, there are tons of lethal, dangerous aliens in the world, but plenty of harmless, non-lethal creatures, too. They'll burrow into holes or fly. Okay, so there's ambience in the world. Again, like, this isn't... Ah! This is the kind of shit I hate. You can open up shortcuts throughout the world, sort of like Bloodborne. That's cool. Yeah, and I, I saw that, like, one critique that, just from watching the gameplay... Star Wars. Exp- also, all the gameplay, and I'm sure they'll say this in their videos. None of the gameplay that you'll see in different people's videos is their gameplay. They were all given like gameplay footage to put in their videos. Uh, all of them had the opportunity to go to different planets. Um, I think Dathomir was one of the options. I can't remember the names of the other planets that are options. I think they're all new except for Dathomir. Um, but like one critique, and like this is kind of tied into the shortcuts. Because like I saw it happen in like uh, like they got to a shortcut yeah um and like and I specifically saw it in Star Wars Explains video where like Cal goes through the shortcut and there's like two scout troopers standing on a balcony there's no stealth attack option or at least at that point in the game where like maybe in the skill tree you unlock the ability to just kind of like from a distance just oop or like you know from a distance use the force to somehow incapacitate somebody um. Without giving away your position. But like those scout troopers right there, your only option is to just go fight everybody and then clear the room and keep moving. Um, And like, I don't. In certain games, I come to enjoy stealth combat like the Arkham games and the Spider-Man games made me enjoy stealth combat with all the gadgets at your disposal. And more so Batman for me. But. I, I can never get down the stealth gameplay in Spider-Man. I was just always like, I get two guys and then I do something wrong and everyone would find out. I'm like, I mean, I guess I'm Spider-Man, right? <laughs> I feel like Spider-Man. Uh, no, I, I eventually got pretty good at both of those, which is saying something because I've never been that good at that kind of gameplay. And like, 
not even because I like it so much in every other game, but mostly just because for like lore purposes, it makes more sense for someone like Cal to not alert every fucking Imperial in the room that there's a Jedi in their facility, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I played a little bit of Bloodborne. So like, I, I understand what they're saying where like, you'll clear a uh, space, get to another space. And then like in there, there's a, like a door you can unlock that connects the two spaces basically. Um, you can revisit plan like again. This is standard stuff for a game like this. Um, you can go back to places you visited with the new powers you've learned since being there and unlock new areas. Um, deflecting blaster fire from stormtroopers. Stormtroopers is essential. Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers is essential. From for when fighting a large group, especially when there are snipers in the distance that you can't reach while taking on a dangerous crowd. Um, okay, so that like the, it, you can't take a million blasts and be fine. Looks like so cool. Uh, certain creatures in the world will attack enemies and take them out or distract them for you, although it's not too common. Um, again. Not necessarily a souls like, but there are games where like if if there's enemies that are attacking each other, you can just like uh, Far Cry is one I think of off the because I play a lot of Far Cry, where like because the factions in the world are like so focused on each other, if you come up against them fighting, you're like I gotta get through. I'm just gonna like hop around. Yeah, and you're like gonna see me. Enjoy yourselves and go in this way yeah. now. <laughs> you can throw your lightsaber at tougher out of reach enemies like the stormtroopers. Stormtroopers holding rocket launchers. Neat. Uh, why can't I have Crypto the Superdog grab the rocket and throw it back at him? <laughs> Listen to all the viewers. Find out. Uh, weird evil mountain goat looking enemies will jump up and down. What the fuck? <laughs> that is not what I expected to read, but I'll take it. Best number on this list. Um, yeah, number 23, the, the mountain goat thing, that's number one. That's the best one. That's the best one. Uh, you can pull enemies towards you and stab them. We saw that. You can like this is all stuff we've seen in yeah. revealed gameplay. Uh, you can force push enemy grenades and explosives back at them and have them detonate in their faces. Useful against vehicles again. Yeah. Not not I don't think we've seen it in very Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> but like you could, I understand it's a war, but Jesus Christ, some of this shit's brutal. I mean, technically, he's not really a Jedi, so you know what I'm saying. I'll I'll let Cal make that distinction and then I'll yeah fair enough yeah that that what you said will either be overruled or sustained depending Obi Wan Obi Wan Kenobi appears in the game in hologram form, which you just I mean it about. says in hologram form I'm assuming yeah. that it's the you and it, know, it wasn't our order the, has fallen you know and the the title wasn't like Obi Wan's here motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, Cal can wear a Mandalorian style beige poncho neat. Again, the less ponchos, the better. I want. I like sleek outfits, and like I agree. Every outfit we've seen in the gameplay is like really like. Here's my raincoat. Like <laughs> the raincoat. Can I get like those really awkward, bright colored rain boots? But like then the sleek outfit that don't match at all. That I see people in all the time. And I'm like, why are you wearing those? I saw. I think it's in the trailer. He has like a really nice outfit that has like really big shoulders. Like, that's going to be the outfit I wear every time I play it, once I unlock it. And finally, number 28. Or something with a cape. Uh, a few enemies are able to perform unblockable attacks. Shocker. Um, dodge. 
Yeah, basically. Like, you'll get a different warning call than the usual, like, you can counter this, whatever, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, half the shit we already knew. Half the shit didn't matter. <laughs> uh, just a comprehensive list there. Um, like I said, if you really want to get a good look at the gameplay, since this is an audio show, uh, we can't really show you much. Um, go check out everybody's videos. I know that uh, there's gameplay of, like, a boss fight with the Ninth Sister. That's been floating around. Here's what I think is interesting. For most of the boss fight that I watched, at least. Um, so I'm going to pull it up and see how much of it. Just kind of glancing at it. Most of the gameplay of the Ninth Sister fight. She's only using one blade, just like the second sister. And like that. I I really don't want every inquisitorious boss battle to be like the same, because like okay, because they could very easily do like even though like like she's bigger, so like it's gonna be slightly different. Um, I'm just trying to get to like the ninth sister fight here. Uh, what? Eh? I, I actually skipped to a different video. Oof! Oops. Uh, anyway, like, I don't want to see, like, like, in, uh, in, in Star Wars Obi-Wan, the best example I can give is, because it pertains to a saber staff, in the Darth Maul fight, you, he has a, he has, he has his first health bar, and when you whittle down the green health bar, once that's depleted, that's when you cut his saber staff in half. And then, like, a red health bar immediately replaces it. And then that's just him fighting single-bladed. I don't want every single fight with the Inquisitorious to be, like, the reverse of that. Where, like, you fight them for they you fight them for long enough and then they go, like, some type of, like, ooh, I must take out my buzzsaw saber. And they ignite the other half and then they, like, start spinning it and shit. Like, I don't, I, I don't, yeah, like I, I said, don't, I'm trying to find the, what would, like, upset me, not even if that specific portion of it's the same, but, like. The attack phases are the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you fight one of them at a different point in the game, and you learn their rhythm and their patterns, and you beat them very Dark Souls style. Dark Souls style. Fuck, I can't talk today. Um, And then you fight another one later, and it's the exact same patterns. You know? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm looking at the way the Ninth Sister fights. Like, because she's so much bigger than you, like, there's no way the other Inquisitors fight the same way. Um, but like she only has one blade ignited and you're using this weird ass buzzsaw saber. Like, why would you not? I mean, you know, different strategies for different people. Like, okay, actually, no, like the second blade's ignited and the health bar is about 25% gone. So, so maybe like in switching up patterns, it'll go come on and off like, yeah, periodically. But again, like, I don't want every fight to be like, okay, this is them fighting single bladed with a lot of force abilities. This is them relying solely on their lightsaber. Yeah. And like it's double bladed. Okay. Now they're using the buzzsaw function. Okay. Now it's all of that together. Like I just, I don't want every fight to be like the same, the same, but like that very specific sameness of like, it's different. It's different moves and different like attack patterns, but like the formula of single bladed, double bladed buzzsaw, or like single bladed enforce abilities, solely saber combat. Now we're gonna do the buzzsaw shit. Now it's all of it. 
Like, I just don't want it to like feel like that. Like it could look as different as it wants, but like everyone's going to notice that like yeah. it's phase one, that's, phase two, phase three. Phase, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm very excited nonetheless. It looks absolutely beautiful and I can't wait. I am so excited for whatever the hell is on Dathomir. Like that, like that excites me a lot getting to check out what's going on on Dathomir and maybe, you know, see if any of the Night Sisters have sur- like survived what happened in Clone Wars or anything like that. Um, at this point in the timeline, Ventress is dead. So like, it's not Oof. like Asajj is going to have any cameos, unfortunately, but <clears throat> still exciting stuff. Yeah. Like, despite how much I ragged on that article, like, gameplay looks cool. I'm probably going to check out some stuff later if I have time just to see what people are saying, like, comparing the gameplay to other games and, like, what to expect out of that. Yeah. As opposed to just, there are bugs around. (laughs) There are bugs. Buzz, buzz, bugs. There's a mountain goat. There's... (laughs) It's going to hit you. Most important character in Star Wars canon. Uh, I'm going to take this first chunk of the Mando stuff, and then you can take the next one so that I can have the Daisy Ridley story. I know, I know, you're a fucking Raylo. <laughs> Raylo writes, baby. Uh, first reactions to The Mandalorian praised uh, Star Wars Disney Plus show as completely amazing. This is coming from Ali uh, Gamel of Collider. The Mandalorian is good. While the first ever live-action Star Wars TV show doesn't debut until November 12th, the first reactions to The Mandalorian have arrived online courtesy of a select few journalists who were lucky enough to watch the first 27 minutes of the show's first episode during the press day for Disney+. (coughs) The series is kind of the centerpiece of the first wave of Disney Plus content and Disney's own streaming service, which will exclusively host this live-action Star Wars television series set five years after the events of Return of the Jedi. The series was created by filmmaker Jon Favreau, who oversaw the writing and production of The Mandalorian, while simultaneously working on The Lion King uh, and his Netflix uh, series The Chef Show. Boasting directors like Taika Waititi, Rick Faimuya, Bryce Dallas Howard, The Mandalorian stars Pedro Pascal as a Mandalorian bounty hunter and his fellow adventurers on the outer reaches of the New Republic. Favreau was already hard at work writing and working on a second season of the series, with plans to finally direct an episode himself next time around. So it definitely sounds like the Disney Plus and Lucasfilm are happy with how the first season of The Mandalorian turned out. The new episodes will roll out weekly on Disney Plus starting on November 12th, when the streaming service debuts, the launch of Disney Plus will accompany you. Know, we already, already know that everything Disney's going to be in there. Uh, so we have Steam Weintraub saying, this is the Star Wars thing I've been waiting for. While I love the Skywalker saga, I've always wanted to see new chapters and places explored in depth, which can only be done over multiple episodes in a series format. Cannot wait for the rest of The Mandalorian. Uh, we have Ash Crossan saying, just watched 27 minutes of The Mandalorian footage and legit cried. I can't say how much that I can't say it and I can't say much, but this is real and it's happening and it feels so freaking Star Wars. Uh, Drew Taylor said, wow, the Mandalorian is completely amazing. I saw nearly half an hour of footage from what I was told. And those and I was told the first three episodes, Uh, whoever you think Nick Nolte is, the answer will surprise you. Still think he's a nug knot. Saw about 27 minutes of the Mandalorian footage this morning. Uh, always difficult to make sense of a bunch of disconnected scenes, but it looks intense, surprisingly, uh, or intense and surprisingly dark and very expensive. Uh, Squat Wampler said, y'all know me, know how I earn a living, but I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy, but let me tell you, the Mandalorian footage looked fucking awesome. 
Mike Ryan said, oh, wow, the Mandalorian footage looks incredible. We saw, uh, he said, IG-88 attacking, um, but IG-11. We saw uh, Salacious Crumb being barbecued for a meal. Again, I don't know if it's specifically Salacious Crumb because she would have gone up with Jabba's sail barge. It was probably just another monkey lizard. Uh, And Warner Herzog is some sort of galactic gangster uh, who has his own team of stormtroopers. So... All of these reviews here are very, very positive, and that's... I expected nothing less from Mandalorian. Every trailer just... It seems like a spaghetti western in in Star Wars, and that's exactly what I'm very excited to see. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's marketed as. It's what people wanted it to be. If that's what it is, it's going to do well with people. Uh, Excited to watch it myself. And the first episode... Butter smooth segue. Oh my god! Comes out on November twelfth. Nothing. Nothing shows a good segue like telling people that it was a segue. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, we also got the release dates of every episode of season one of The Mandalorian. So the first episode goes live with Disney Plus on November twelfth, at least in the U.S. Yeah, it. I know it varies a little bit from country to country. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure people in either Canada or the UK get fucked. Like they have to wait like even longer. I think Australia waits like an extra week or two. Oh, actually, I actually think it might be Australia. You're right. Um, one one of the places that the UK conquered, which is most places. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Uh, episode two, two releases the same week on Friday, November 15th. Uh, and then we go on weekly. So every Friday after that, November 22nd, November 29th, December 6th, and December 13th. I bet you good money that the pilot episode is like hella, hella, hella cliffhangery. Oh yeah, like like it is the it, like it's a two parter deliberately knowing that it would come out three I days mean, later. It seems like it's going to be an eight parter if you know what I'm saying. Well, obviously, but I mean like that specific episode is essentially like two hours long. Yeah. Um. The after the th- episode on the thirteenth, we have this really weird jump where the next episode's on December eighteenth, and then the episode after that's again on the next Friday, the twenty seventh. Yeah. It's I don't know why that's the case because like they they don't have to work around Christmas. I th- I honestly think they might be leaving room for the Rise of Skywalker. Like I think that might oh, be a week to just wow. be like I'm an idiot. You're right. I yeah. think that might just be a week where they're like, okay, you can go get your Star Wars fix elsewhere. Yeah, like you, we we know you are taking your time to see Star Wars at least five times in the movie theater. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I didn't even think of that. Or no times if you're in the Phantom Menace. And by that, I mean you go buy a ticket to Cats and then sneak in. Also, anyone in the Phantom Menace, if you have the audacity to show your face at Greensburg AMC and buy a ticket to Cats and go to see The Rise of Skywalker, you will get permabanned, bitch. As you were, sir. Don't don't tell them where we live. We have multiple times. Shut up. The word Latrobe has been spoken more times than we can count. I'm aware, but don't tell them where we live. I didn't tell them where we live. We are recording from inside the movie theater right now. What do you mean? <laughs> this is where we live. I really thought you were about to give Nana's address <laughs> like for a hot second. I don't even know Nana's I address. I thought you were like that dedicated to this bit. Like I, I will thought... give them your phone number though. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can pull up. Um, but yeah, I mean this, I'm glad they're not doing like, Four episodes, hiatus, four episodes. Yeah. Um, Say that again? 
hiatus hiatus whatever i've never heard i'm not shaming you i just i've never heard hiatus before i've heard both i i switched between both i've never heard that before so i was like oh okay that's that's interesting yeah um but yeah the uh the release schedule seems pretty like set very not weird you know i'm happy about that um I feel like the episodes in general are going to be cliffhangery at the end. Like, I don't, I don't know if I want this to be eight hour long adventures that compile into one story, if or if I want this to be an eight hour long movie that I have to watch over eight weeks. Based off of reporting from Star Wars Explained from a while ago, and again, grain of salt. You never know what's, you never know what's fact or fiction. Huh, uh, weird. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the conversation we had with Jason. Um, from what I understand, this is also from a while ago, like backlog episodes of do back discussion. Like fact check what I'm saying because this is me remembering shit from several months ago. Um, I remember there being something about like the Mandalorian having like a character arc that's basically like, oh. I'm in it because I want credits and then it like slowly turning into like him getting dragged into like some type of dispute over something to do with like the Mandalorian clans and like him being hired to like assassinate a kid and like him like so him like taking in the kid to keep him safe to get him back to the family that didn't hire him. I don't remember that may they they may not have even come from making Star Wars. I don't remember where I heard that because that was so fucking long ago. But like even like, it like even treason. with that premise, even like even if that premise isn't the case, I'm still expecting like one big story and not like like the first two or three episodes establish where like we know it's Star Wars, but where yeah. in the Star Wars world we are, what this guy does, his usual day to day, and then like maybe around episode three they hit us with the. And here's our overarching plot for the rest of the show that he has to deal with, right? In the same way that, like, maybe Dan yeah. Devil did, where it was, like, establishing who Matt Murdock was. I I know I keep calling the comic shit, but, like, to call to other Star Wars stuff doesn't feel right. Yeah. For, like, to com- to properly compare. But, like... Shit is a pronoun, not an adjective, the way you're using it. Shut up. <laughs> Well, I was uh, just saying, oh, like, yeah. you were saying, I don't want to call it Star Wars shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I figure what you meant. Other Star Wars things. Yeah. It's easier to say shit as a pronoun. It's that you're not saying, yeah. it's, you're not saying the comics are shit. Yeah. But, um, so, like, Matt Murdock gets established in what he does and then what, yeah. what he does. Um, you know, two different things. Yeah. And then, and then we get, like, a couple episodes in, locked into the, and he's fighting Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the same thing could happen. Probably, even if, yeah. Even if it's not, you know, he gets tired to kill this kid and then he yeah, hides Like I said, kid. I don't even remember where that came from. I want to say making Star Wars, but that had a lot. I we, we used so much making Star Wars at the time because that's when Jason was like camped outside of the Mandalorian set. and was just taking pictures for yeah. hours on end. So I'm like trying to gauge all that. But yeah. Seems cool. Yeah. Very excited for the Mandalorian. All right, all right. You can talk about Raylo now. 
Jesus. <laughs> Stop giving me them eyes. Oh, you mean those like Ben Solo puppy dog eyes? Of course you brought it back to Ben Solo. Join me. Please. Okay. I'm begging you. What if you had said that? Just like that? Yeah. Just join, like Join like, me. Please. I'm begging you. <laughs> Runs over, kicks Snoke's dead head. I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> Daisy Ridley assures this Raylo thing will be addressed in the rise of Skywalker. This is James Hibbard from Entertainment Weekly. Daisy Ridley is aware of fans. Uh, Raylo, <laughs> sorry. Daisy Ridley is aware of fans, Ray and Kylo Ren shipping, and has some new things to say about their connection how their connection will be handled in the final Skywalker saga film. Uh, the rise of Skywalker star was asked about the ambiguous relationship between her heroic rebel and Adam driver's, uh, sinister first order leader. I don't like the words there. Uh, they're certainly not friends. Uh, <laughs> they don't seem to, they don't seem to not be attracted to each other either. There's just a lot of kind of hard to pin down tension floating around. That's led to all sort of speculation debates and romantic fan art. There's some that's romantic and there's some that's graphic. What's that? Uh, what's that one terabyte file on your phone there? <laughs> it has nothing to do with me and the Knights of Ren. I'll tell you that. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Not a bit. Choo choo. <laughs> it does not bother me. <laughs> it does not bother me. People writing theories. Ridley said, "It's really fun hearing them." Plus, because I know what's sort of hap- what's sort of going to happen, I think it'll be really interesting to see people's reaction to the final film. Obviously, there's this whole Raylo thing. I love that Daisy Ridley keeps referring to it as the whole Raylo thing. Like I'm pretty sure that's what she said when she talked to Steel at Celebration as well, which I think is funny. Uh, and some people are very passionate about it. Hi, and some aren't. Travis. Uh, Ridley hinted that the seemingly romantic connection isn't left unaddressed by director J.J. Abrams. J.J. does deal with it, she added. It's a very complex issue. People talk about toxic relationships and whatever it is. It's no joke, and I think it's dealt with really well because it's not skimmed over. The two previous Star Wars trilogies have featured a romantic relationship among its core characters, Han and Leia in the originals and Anakin and Padme in the prequels. And Han and Luke in the early originals, and we don't talk about it. Did I say Han and Luke? Yeah. I meant Leia and Luke. I got so confused. <laughs> Sorry, that was the um that was the other cuts I have on my computer stored away. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Uh, Ray and Kylo are again much less easier to define and more controversial as well. Some have uh, objected to the speculation that Ray could be destined to redeem Kylo, like Luke Skywalker redeemed his father, saying that that would reduce the trilogy's powerful female lead to a storyline that's about saving an evil man and a little bit repetitive as well. Really quickly to touch on that, I think most people who see Ray playing a pivotal role in Ben's redemption don't see it as her, like, making, like, basically saying, you can't date me unless you're a Jedi again. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with, like, Ray leading by example. And, like, most Raylos I know, most Raylos I've talked to, like Emerus, whenever she's on later, um, would say the same thing, that it's more about Ray like lighting like you know in the last Jedi you have the whole we're the, we're the spark that'll light the fire that'll however you want to finish that sentence because it's finished different ways Ray is meant to be the spark that lights the fire that makes Ben want to be better like I don't think anybody wants Ben to turn to the light side 
um, to uh, steal like an ongoing CinemaSins joke, like because the powers of power of boners is stronger. I don't even know, like, I don't know where the the quote unquote stereotype of you can't date me unless you turn back to the good side comes from. I've never seen anyone say that, like say that and mean that that's what they want. You know, yeah. I've like, I think discounting it was- like you and girls with sabers and everyone else on Twitter, right? Yeah. That I that I follow and you know yeah. see regularly. I've never seen anyone be like the whole point is that she's holding himself from him until he turns to the good. That's it. That's what's happening. It's like no. No. Not a bit. No. Like like then that's the thing is that like I want to see it the would, it would feel so shallow. Yeah. You know? Like okay, I'm a Jedi now. Will you date me? Okay. <laughs> Will you please talk to me? Yeah, like and, and girls like, don't love me, and, and, like and that's funny. Like like I like I saw the like there was fan art after the. We uh, live in a society. <laughs> no, <laughs> Kylo. Okay, I've seen so many people who like are hardcore antis who like have head canonized Ben Solo into being like the Force's favorite incel, or like have like photoshopped him like wearing MAGA hats and like being very like we live in a society. Uh, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> but anyway, you you don't look as hot as Adam Driver and be an incel. That doesn't happen. That like that's just not possible. I'm not, I'm not saying that his looks alone will get him women because he's funny as shit and charming as hell and in like a total class act. Obviously, it sounds to me like he's your future husband. I he, he just might does, be. He just doesn't he, know it yet. Adam just doesn't know it yet. Um, but. I like what you were saying. Like, it's fun to make jokes like that with the whole like nobody like please fucking talk to me already. Or like there was like I saw this one fan out fan art right after the D twenty three sizzle reel came out, and it was like the and it was like Kylo holding his lightsaber, but it was blue now, and he was like, "Yay, Ray will finally talk to me again." And then it like cut immediately to like Ray in her <laughs> dark outfit, and it was just him like collapsed on the ground like fuck. <laughs> Now that, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, ah, yes, Ben Solo, this is why you're my favorite character, because we can write humor like this around you. This is why I relate to you, Ben. Please. I love you. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I also think, and we've talked about this a lot before, but just, you know, reiterating and covering all our Raylo bases going into this trailer. The beauty of Raylo, in my opinion... And in keeping with that, you know, we we always like to make fun of it because it like the way he says it is kind of goofy, but it's true. That old adage from George Lucas: Star Wars is like poetry; it rhymes. The story it rhymes. It, it rhymes. You know, it's just like poetry; it rhymes. Um, you know, the story these story elements repeat themselves, and like, and but they're always different. They're slightly different when it happens. I almost said something really bad. Okay, don't just don't. Please don't. Don't say anything. Um. Tell me when there are not hot microphones in front of us, what you were going to say. Anyway, um, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so what I, yeah. Um, so I put a, so I put a roofie in Spencer's drink the other night. When Spen- <laughs> not that Spencer was drinking because he wasn't. Um, it was a Mountain Dew. Yeah. He had a voltage. He had a voltage. He was just strung out on some caffeine. Legitimately. That's not a joke. Um, but like the beauty of Raylo is that like you have the inverse of Anakin, of Anakin's story with Ben. Uh, and Annie Dalla specifically. So like with Anakin slash Vader, you have 
a kid who came from nothing, was brought into the order, never felt at home, falls to the dark side because of a toxic romantic love, and after his hands are soaked in blood, he is helped save by a familial love. With Ben Solo, you have somebody who's born into extreme privilege and prominence who is jaded by who's jaded and felt abandoned by a toxic familial love and could perhaps be saved in part because of a romantic love. And like you have this idea where like Anakin and Ben are just mirror images, like literally mirror images of each other. Like their stories are flipped. And I think that kind of poetry at the very end here would be too amazing to pass up on. Um, and that way, like you get a happy ending, like Star Wars is a space fairy tale. I don't, I know it's supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga, but like, I think it would be really fucking sad if this movie was also the end of the Skywalker bloodline. And the idea that like Ben and Ray didn't live in like, I don't need to see what happens with Ben and Ray's force babies in like episode 10, 11 and 12. We're going to get it because Disney likes fucking money. This is the quote-unquote end of the uh, Skywalker saga. In the same way Return of the Jedi was the end of the saga, and the same way Revenge of the Sith was the end of the saga, this is the end of the saga, and in about 10 years, we're going to get another end of the saga. Hopefully it's in 10 years. It'll be in 10 years. I um, No, I I don't want it in 5. I don't want it in 3. I want it in at least 10. Well, we got more than 10 between Revenge of the Sith and The Force Awakens. Well, th- yeah, because they thought legitimately that was the end. And then Disney bought it. Up. I bullshit. Lu- Lucas had those treatments for a reason. I know, but like, <laughs> we're not going to talk about those. Yeah, we we but, already did our talking about um, uh, Force Magic School Bus, but like, that's true. But the difference here is it's Disney, not George Lucas. Yeah, where like, Dis- I mean, Disney's already like overexerted themselves once in the great solo incident. (laughs) Yeah. Like you had the issue where solo was a solo was the, you know, regardless your opinion on the film. Yeah. When, when solo came out, there was this very much a burnout sense in the community, at least from my perspective of like, okay, we've gotten a star Wars movie every year and it's kind of petering out a bit and we don't know how we feel about this. I think the issue with solo truly was like, so Disney let Solo get cannibalized, first of all. Um, my – and like Bob Iger even said like, you know – and I granted like, you know, he's the CEO, CEO of this massive company. But like the numbers themselves can't lie. And you had Solo come out at the same time as Incredibles 2, Deadpool 2, and Infinity War. Solo, among the announced Disney movies, was the one that, like, everybody was the most, like, eh, about, and was the one that basically everybody agreed on, especially because of how cluttered it was. I'll just wait till it's on DVD. I'll just wait till it's on Netflix. I'll just wait till it's on Blu-ray, because I know where Han Solo ends up. Exactly. Both by Both in terms of, like, how he like we both know that he's we all know he's in a new hope and we know how his story ends because kylo ren killed his father han Han solo Solo. (laughs) he killed han solo his father 
He doesn't deserve to be redeemed. Because he killed his father, Han. I can't make any comments regarding the person I, who made that statement I know. right now at I'm, this time. I know. Um, I can't make any jokes for good or for bad. Uh, anywho, I just, so like I think that's why Solo happened the way it happened. Um, like I think a lot of that had to do with like there's too much to see right now, and this is the movie that like everybody said they were probably going to pass anyway. Yeah, and that that's none of like that the, boycott bullshit. Oh no, it wasn't the boycott bullshit. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. You don't think? Yeah, that. I no. just want to reiterate: the Phantom Menace, your boycott is not working. But anyway, no, yeah, it was it, like after hearing about how many reshoots Solo had, changing hands and direct, it, it changed directors. Right, I'm not making that up. Yeah, Lord and Miller were fired, and then they brought on um, okay Ron Howard to reshoot the movie. Yeah, so between that and then like getting a Star Wars movie, release the Lord and Miller cut. Don't don't start with me. Not today. <laughs> with like every put on the rap about Lord and Miller's version of Solo a Star Wars story. Um getting a Star Wars movie every year consecutively for the first time ever, right? Like it was movie, movie, movie. We got the solo, and by that point everyone went, Not only has this had extensive reshoots, I'm a little Star Wars out. A little bit. Because Disney went like slammed the gas. And like Obviously, you were like, yes, give me more, give me yeah, more. Yeah, I'm just slapping as, my veins, yeah. As, as one of the, you know, I have my hands in so many pies in terms of geek culture. Yeah. I was like, Disney, I need you to back off. I I can't. Disney, please. <laughs> I need to go see Infinity War five times. Disney, please. Yeah, I need to go see Avengers. I Of the movies that I've gotten, of the Disney movies, because um, I, was, I was too little to have a say on how many times I saw anything in theaters. Whenever Attack of the Clones exactly. and Revenge of the Sith came out. Exactly. Um, but like uh, even the Clone Wars movie I saw more than once in theaters. Solo was the only one I haven't seen more than once in theaters because so much shit was out. And like – and I was in like Hunchback in Notre Dame at the time. So like my options were see Solo a thousand times or oh, hey, all of my friends are coming home from school now. Let's go see Avengers. I want to go see Avengers with all my friends. As yeah. we as we go and like and they're like at the time that Solo came out, everybody was seeing so like everybody who I know who I'm friends with for the most part saw Solo in theaters, but like at different points at different times when it was convenient. I so, Solo was honest. a convenience movie. Yeah, I never even saw Solo in theaters. I know you. Yeah, yeah. Like it basically just because of when it came out and what I was doing at the time, I was just I never got around to it. Um I voiced my like slight opinions on it, but again, uh, that was very early in the morn of a random Saturday, and I need to rewatch it. Um, make Solo two happen, yes, for Rural Farm Boy alone. Like yes. he, he deserves it. Happy Happy late birthday to Rural oh, yeah. Farm Boy. Yeah, and I I figured we'd save it for the end. But now that we're talking about birthdays, we can talk about it again today. As we were recording today is Carrie Fisher's sixty third birthday. May the force be with you. She'll always be royalty to us. Um. She'll always be our general. Absolutely. Always be our princess. Always be our general. But uh, yeah, that, I mean, this, absolute solo. This story got so off the fucking Ab- rails. Absolutely. I, I was about to say, we were talking about Raylo. See, that, that's a nice change of pace, though, that it went from like Raylo to something mildly unrelated and not something mildly unrelated into me ranting about Raylo. Yeah, that is that is different. It's, right. it's a nice change of pace. <laughs> uh... Uh... I was trying to make sure I have everything that she said. 
uh, before we jump into the other Entertainment Weekly stories. But yeah, I just I I I think the repetitive argument is one that is one that is truly easily disprovable if you look at the actual content and meet the content and subtext of what this story is trying to tell. That like yes, that at a very surface level. Force sensitive good guy makes force sensitive bad guy be bad guy no more and kill crusty space scrotum man. But at its core, it's incredibly different because, like, you you truly cannot have the story that is being told about Ben without the other one happening. Like, this is influenced by the other one happening. Like in the text, like in the text, it's explicitly said that like Snoke tried to make Ben Vader. Like he wanted Vader 2.0. So like, of course, the story is similar because the objective was I want another Vader. I want this like absolute force of dark side nature to just come through and steamroll everyone in his fucking way. Um, yeah, with that, you want to hop into the next EW article? I suppose. I mean, like... There isn't a, a lot in this. You want to just hop over to the JJ one and then just go to the Zoe Bliss one? Well, I, I'll talk about the JJ one for a second. Okay. Like, there's a part of this that like I haven't seen them talk about. I read through it a little bit while you were talking. That's how I, like when I looked like I was dazing off a bit. I um, figure what you were you were reading ahead yeah, a little bit. I was trying to see if they mentioned it because like I've made jokes about it, but this is about JJ. Um, you've probably seen this headline. And Star Killer Two and Death Stars Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven, and Eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all confirmed. We were all right confirmed. The whole time. Yeah. Star Killer. I 2. actually wrote Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Kathleen yeah, Kennedy. I fired Kathleen Kennedy. Wrote it myself. Gave it to JJ and said, "Make it happen." I fired Kathleen Kennedy myself. Power plays. Yeah. Um, but you've seen this headline. Was that was that while we were recording? Or is that after the fact when I like really loudly Tourette style with Jason on the phone, like screamed Kathleen Kennedy fire? I think it, I think it's in recording. I think okay, we it's have in it. the Revenge of the Sith commentary. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that might have been the Mustafar cocktail. We'll find out. Which reminds me, at the end of the episode or before the trailer talk, we and we need to explain the drink. Oh, you're right. Because Phantom Menace comes, comes out on Sunday. Sunday. Jesus, you almost scared me because I was like, I haven't worked on that yet, but I just gave it to DJ today. So. Yeah. I got to work on uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and uh, I can do that. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, hey, at least we're almost halfway done. Yeah. With the with the hardest part, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> with the most time-consuming part, where we have to sit down and watch, watch a, a fucking movie. <laughs> and get drunk. <laughs> and get, well, like, it's time-consuming because I can't go home afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I knew Hope won't be that bad. Nah, probably It's not. just going to be like white milk and Bailey's and rum chata with blue food coloring in it. Yeah. That's going to be one that we're going to end up having a lot of because it's going to taste good. And that's yeah. what's going to fuck us because <laughs> we're, we're having alcoholic milk. Anyway, <laughs> the article, um, you've seen this, some form of this headline recently. I'm sure, uh, JJ Abrams says star Wars, the rise of Skywalker strives to give a cohesive ending to all nine films. That word cohesive is really important because basically the the overlaying headline is there will be no retcons to The Last Jedi in The Rise of Skywalker. Luke is dead and Rey is not a Skywalker. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Did I not clip? No. I'm so proud of myself I'm right proud now. of you too. Holy shit. You're getting really good at the like move mic 
head up. <laughs> the, that's another one of those. Hashtag like, the position. I can't wait for like the, for, to like eventually have cameras on this show so that people can see what goes into me being loud and like a throw my back out. <laughs> um, there's some quotes from JJ in here. Uh, we're not screw. Uh, no, not that. Endings are the thing that scared me the most. We can tell. I w- I mean, why wouldn't you be terrified? Yeah, good point. Uh, this is about bringing this thing to a close in a way that is emotional, meaningful, and also satisfying in terms of actually answering question- as many questions as possible. Uh, so if years from now, someone's watching these movies, all nine of them, they're watching a story that is as cohesive as possible, um, which is difficult to do for a lot of reasons but uh while there are many things that were planned for and discussed george lucas himself said that he created this this he when he created this fuck he saw it as three three act plays that doesn't mean there isn't discovery that doesn't mean there aren't things that come up that make you realize oh here's an opportunity adds abrams so basically uh there was this running gag um that first it was that Ryan Johnson, Jesus fuck. Need to mute the do back chat again. Um, don't watch Gore more. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to balance so much shit in this network right now. Yeah. Um, because they're doing their like one year anniversary live stream, and we're trying, you know. Yeah, there's so much content, but like there's one guy that like Ryan Johnson saw everything J.J. Abrams quote unquote wanted to do and said, fuck that. I'm going to do something else. It's horseshit. Yeah. And then J.J. had the last Jedi script in hand by the time they were done with The Force Awakens. And then the gag that like when the the like first teaser for The Rise of Skywalker came out, the like the point of having the helmet in the trailer and things like that were like. I had a vision, damn it. Right. Which, again, he did, and it didn't get ruined. Um, And this is him like... like The Last Jedi by Ruin Johnson. Kathleen Kennedy fired! (laughs) I really badly, like, for April Fool's, want to do an episode of Dewback, where, like, we host the episode, like, members of the Phantom Menace. I couldn't handle that. Like, do you think... How long do you think you could play that character? Not even a minute. I'd either (laughs) laugh or I'd throw up. Maybe both. Um, there would be a part of your conscience that just got angry at you for how like sexist you were being yeah, for most of it. Like, sexist or racist or awful. Just like genuinely just awful. Genu- <laughs> right? I hate you because your opinion's different than mine, even though it's perfectly valid. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> it's what they do. It's- There's too many fucking... <laughs> I'm laughing too hard at this. Oh my god. <laughs> um, How can you be in the Phantom Menace with a straight face? That's my question. That's that's the dog. big question here. How do you pull that off? I like I know I know you should not give these fucking wackadoos the time of day. But like it's so funny to me. Like that video I showed you, like what was it like the Dictor Don Doomcock, whatever the oh, fuck yeah. he called himself? Yeah. Like how do you like with a straight face say I'm part of the Phantom Menace? And I'm boycotting the space wizards because there's too many women. I'm boycotting them by giving them so much free fucking press. (laughs) 
Like, and like, that's my thing is that like, that they don't even need because it's fucking Disney. <laughs> like, the, we can, we have a whole episode to record of just this. Yeah. Later. <laughs> we will get to it eventually. But there's a movie and like eight TV shows and a video game coming out. <laughs> um, Maybe that's a bonus episode that we just like, after one of these common days where we're fucking destroyed. We turn the mics back on and just go. <laughs> we do the project drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad idea. It's a great I'm idea. I'm going to say some horrible things about Diego if I have a couple of vodka sodas in me. <laughs> I'm saying it's a great idea. Moving on. Um, JJ, I I totally lost my train of thought. I we got so about, angry. <laughs> we were talking about like the whole like... The Last Jedi, like, shat on The Force Awakens. And yeah, yeah, Rise okay. Of Skywalker is J.J. trying to, quote-unquote, course correct. This, this is J.J. saying he never had to do that. It's never been part of the plan. He, everything's fine. Um, and it seems that way. Like, I... You know, I feel like at this point there would have been a legitimate article of, like, J.J. Abrams says he's a little shocked by The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. Um, and... That's the that's the JJ Abrams strikes me as strikes me as a kind of filmmaker who like even if he didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen in The Last Jedi, he was he cool with whatever. He strikes me as a kind of person who like would have seen the shit that happened and gone, I can work with that. Yeah. Like that was like even if it wasn't like that was good, it was like, okay, I see what he's doing, I can work with it. Yeah, him. and like again, he wasn't he wasn't originally meant to do episode nine. Like yeah, yeah it was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow and whatever. But, like, J.J. Abrams strikes me as the type of, like, writer and director who, like, with how crazy The Last Jedi is, with all the moving parts in that movie, who would, like, be thrown that and, like, he would be the type of person who would get a batshit crazy prompt and go, cool. Yeah. The Hold only, my beer. Yeah. <laughs> the, and the, what the comedy makes about he wants this to be cohesive. The only thing that, like... I, I mentioned it briefly reading his quote that like it's hard to do is that his directing style is so different that like visually the sequel trilogy feels very different than the original and the prequel trilogy. And I think that's part of the like this doesn't feel like Star Wars comes from like that shot in the in the ship. Not everything is wide shot. <laughs> you know, um, that scene from the tra the original trailer of The Force Awakens that like dark the lights flickering of the stormtroopers in the ship oh and like then they're in the that like first very, order gunship yeah, that very jj abrams looking shot yeah I, I think about that shot a lot when i think of the sequel trilogy as like the look and i i can understand why like it's a little jarring jumping from return of the jedi to the force awakens in that way um but I still love it. Yeah, it's like, like, not, not even still. That's I, really that's a really interesting question. I want to hear from like you know the very few people who actually respond to what we have to say on Twitter. Um, I want to hear like legitimately like when you think of the sequel trilogy, what shot do you think of? Because like I know in my head, like both of the shots I have in mind are from the Last Jedi. Like I like I I, I think th of I think of two. I think of that scene in the hangar, um, and I think of the Holdo maneuver. I think of nice. I think of I when I think sequel trilogy. I feel like I already know what I'm seeing. What am I gonna say? Uh, like specific shots. What What am I about to say? 
their backs are against each other uh-huh. her hands on his hip yeah <laughs> it's the thigh the thigh grab yeah. thank you whatever her hands on him and that's but like, what matters. But, but like the way but the way that that that, that shot is blocked yeah absolutely. like 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 the very striking colors like yeah you know like that 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 like the way they are posed and blocked that and then luke and ben facing off on crate okay like like those shots like i see the back-to-back like while it's like just before the slow mo stops, of yeah. them like w- like winding back like all right, this, I don't know we're gonna make it out of this, and then that shot of like Luke holding his saber out at the ready and Ben like drawn back ready to fuck him up, like an, I think of a shot in the sequel trilogy. That's it, as of now. That's an interesting. I know what thought. it's gonna be though after the rise of Skywalker. It'll be them kissing. For when you. they kiss. I know what it's going to be for me. What's well, going to be for It's going to be the pan out of Starkiller 2. <laughs> surrounded by Death Stars. Stars. Three through eight. At this point, I'm if, so committed to this bit that I want it to happen. I, I want so to be right. I don't want it to. It'll be so bad, but I'm going to love it so much. I really right. am attached to the idea that like nobody had like, like that the Empire slash First Order, however those two factions are supposed to meld. That like what we said before that like I think they just have like really powerful cannons attached to all of those star destroyers. And it's not like one giant death ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which again, that would be so fucking cool. Oh my god. What, the death balls? No, or no, like no, just the, like having, enhanced- having a bunch of star destroyers with a bunch of like planetary destroy not like can blow up a planet by itself, but like Orbital strike lasers. I think you know. like having a cannon on like that whole fleet of star destroyers, or even just some of them. Like maybe like we see all those star destroyers, and maybe there's like three to five super star destroyers that have those like heavy cannons on it that can maybe do like like half the damage we see the Death Star do on Jeddah in Rogue One. Yeah, that like can do that kind of fucking carnage. I want to see like mid fight. Whether it be like a tactical like army battle or a lightsaber duel, I want to see a fight taking place, an orbital strike happening, and then them trying to still fight over the wreckage. Like I want that so bad. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh god, I I want I want this trailer now. I need to know more. I know. We can actually. I said no videos while well, I'm talking about the Zoe Bliss picture. Can you? I mean, you don't have to pull up the clip. I f- remembered like, it's literally 15 seconds. Yeah, long. it's five seconds. It's three shots. And there's and they'll, no dialogue. They'll, they'll be in the trailer. So, yeah. like, we'll talk about them then. I want to talk through the about the ghost, though, just while that's fresh. Oh, okay. I got you. Because I have a feeling that there's going to be something in the trailer that's going to make me forget about the ghost cameo. Yeah. All right. So, um, I think this is credence for my theory about 3PO. I haven't read through this. Uh... Allow me, sir. Please do. Uh, see Carrie Russell's mysterious uh, Rise of Skywalker. This is that Entertainment Weekly exclusive. This picture. is about Zori Bliss, by the way. Yeah, this is about Zori Bliss. Um, the the main thing. Well, they say a okay. So they say coin or data storage device. Look at that picture. Tell me that doesn't look like that would fit right on through the back of three PO's head. Yeah, I saw. And like again, I don't even. I think I heard that theory first on Jedi Council. But like, I've always like, even as a kid, I was like, you could do so much with just like pulling out the flash drive of like 
the memories. Yeah. Thing. Assuming like, they didn't get like, okay, like wipe them and destroy them, right? Yeah, which is very possible. But I just love the idea that like I don't think see, I don't think you need a chip for that though. And I think you can literally just like it goes into the recycle bin in three PO's head. What you know, the equivalent, and then maybe that that gets a missing part from three PO that they need. Yeah, something that like case, that. Yeah, where it's like we're gonna jam this in his head, or it could just and that's be, where Babu Frick comes into play. Yeah, that little guy, or it could even just like that chip could just be like records from the Clone Wars. Yeah, about Anakin, right? Like it doesn't yeah. have to be specifically. I, I don't know that. Like I don't know that specifically. The Resistance is trying to find data on Anakin Skywalker. Not, I don't either. But like, I think that like something something is going to happen here that involves three PO, like with Ben in the room, talking about what happened, and like Ben having a moment where he has to hear all of that and recognize how much it applies to him. And I, I, just, uh, I, I need Force Ghost Con. I, I, I need Ben to like recognize you are at the moment where you can turn this around. Before it gets way uglier than it needs to. And you need to make the right decision yesterday. Yeah. Like I, like, I want those stakes. And like that's what makes this different from Vader. Is that being laid out in front of him. Is like you saw what happened with your grandfather. And it is only by luck and the will of the force that he was given a chance at the very, 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 very end. And it cost him his fucking life. You can turn this shit around way before it has to get that bad. Uh, quick prediction for the trailer. Yeah. Did you see my tweet? Um, I think you did. With the uh, poll that Steel Saunders put up of like, oh, do yeah. you think we, we see or hear Luke? And it was like, we he's mentioned, we hear him, we see him, he's not there. Yeah, I like the poll answer he had. It's where the fuck was Luke? Luke? Or where the hell was Luke or something like that. Um, And I said, I commented on that. I was like, I think we're going to hear him in the same way in like the teaser, but imagine the, like the shit your pants moment of for just a shot. We see all three of them, Luke, Obi-Wan and Yoda as force ghosts together. Like no Anakin. I think that's too big of a thing to put in a trailer. I think if those three show up, Anakin has to. And that's my thing. Is I, think, like, I don't think you – I think if you show those three, you are telegraphing that the other one's going to show up. That's fine to telegraph it. Just don't show it. That's fair. I don't know. Because like in the same way, I think the Civil War trailer back in the olden days, um, like you could have shown the web hitting cap shield, cut the black. Hey, everyone. And then – we still would have lost our minds, right? Yeah. Like, I, I was screaming, but we still would have lost. Yeah. Like, I still would have been screaming. You know what I've never forgotten every time I watch Civil War? Was your hot prediction that in, I can't remember if it's in the first trailer or the one that shows Spider-Man, where there's a scene where, like, Bucky's trying to rip out the arc reactor of Tony's armor, and you adamantly, like, very, very intensely were like, Bucky's mouthing the words, Steve is dead. Oh, yeah. I vividly yeah. remember you, like, ready to die on that hill. Yeah. I was... Uh, yeah. I do... I don't... I didn't come up with that myself, in all fairness. I saw someone say that. I saw it floating and, around, too, yeah. but I just remember how, like, dead set you I were I was like, they, they're they gonna kill Steve in this movie. It's gonna happen. 
Uh, just like the same way, I'm really adamant about how they're going to have Star Killer Two with multiple Death Stars. <laughs> I'm not letting this bit drop till the trailer comes out, y'all. Um, but yeah, I think that this might be another inch towards there being something to do with 3PO's memory. Anthony Daniels has said 3PO has more to do in this movie. And the idea that Anthony da- that 3PO is active keeps scaring me that R2 is going to die in the first 30 minutes. Eh, I don't know about that. I don't know. There's just a part of me that's worried about it. And it's just like my gut. Um, you know what else is going to be really funny? Like, like, And Daisy Ridley pointed it out. That like, I want to go back so badly and listen to these speculation-heavy episodes once the movie's out. Oh, yeah. And just hear like, okay, we were right, we were right, we were right. Oh boy, stop Ooh. talking. Um, we were right, we were right. Hey, Star Killer Three, uh, <laughs> not two, three. three. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with that, I think that's all the news we have for now. We are going to be taking a break here in a minute. Uh, well, we're going to be taking a several hour break here. You guys, there's no break. There's going to be taken. a quick cut. It's going to be a quick cut. Uh, before we get into that, since this Sunday is the release of our first audio commentary. Oh, yeah. It is Travis and I. Uh, it's just Travis and I for this one. And we will be watching The Phantom Menace. This movie is going to be slightly different uh, from the way that we do the rest of them. Since it was just Travis and I, we weren't worried about trying to sync up with other people. So the way this movie will work is that we are doing it. I'm trying to get to the uh, link with the drinks. Can you try to find that while I talk? Never mind, I found it. Um, the way we did it was uh, we we're at the main menu when the audio commentary starts for The Phantom Menace. For Attack of the Clones and on, the movie will start at a green Lucasfilm logo. And then I count it down from there. However, for The Phantom Menace, stay at your main menu. Uh, if you are 21 years or whatever your region's legal drinking age is or older... We had what we found on Geek Girl Brunch, a Qui-Gon Jinn. I want to reiterate. Don't be fucking stupid. I don't want to hear any stories about anybody who's listening acting a fool. Please be careful. Please be safe. And don't do anything dumb. Please. That said, no younglings allowed for the grown-ups, if you're able to. The Qui-Gon Jinn... Uh, apparently this was made by the The More You Nerd podcast. Uh, it has credit here specifically. We didn't use this exact recipe. Either. We didn't use this exact recipe. Uh, if memory serves, it was gin, lime juice, and seltzer was how we did it. Um, yeah, because and that's what gave it the green color. Yeah. Uh, the lime juice. So I think there was a little bit of green food coloring in there. I think, yeah, I think my mom put a little bit of green food coloring just to make it greener. Um, for photo's sake. For photo's sake. Uh, that sick-ass picture I took before. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be what we have for you, the... You want to mix, like, a lemon-lime simple syrup with the lime juice? Yeah, it was and, a lemon-lime. That's it. That's it. Um, you could also use Mountain Dew, which we used once we ran out of the seltzer. I highly recommend the Mountain Dew. It was Dew. very good. I liked it more with the Mountain Dew, but that was just me. Uh, so, like, the, the lemon-lime simple syrup... Uh, mix with gin once you have that mix uh, we, i don't know how many like part to part it is uh, it says here one ounce gin and then the splash of lime juice and then the lime wedge to garnish it let me see it 
If you want to find all of our re- the recipes as writ, my mom, who is a bartender, kind of freestyled with some of these. So maybe do like two parts syrup to one part gin. Yeah, I will then- call her and ask her for like exact proportions on what she recommends. Like in between our break, so that I can okay. figure out like during during um, the uh, during the trailer breakdown, I'll have a better do, answer for you. Once guys. you make your simple syrup, and you can look up how to do that. Yeah, uh, two parts to one part gin, and then when you mix it, do um, fill your glass halfway with your mix and halfway with seltzer water or Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew. If you really want to flex on them, uh, it's fucking delicious. Yeah, like it was one of the best drinks I've ever had. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, with that, we got uh, we guys. Uh, We will be back with you guys uh, once the trailer's up. Uh, So sit tight and we will be right back. All right, guys. And we're back from our little mini break there. Um, Holy fuck. 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 Um, (laughs) Uh, Joining us for this probably half of the episode is uh, Connor (laughs) and Emrys from Girls with Sabres. Hello there. So fucking ready. This is going to be mostly me grunting, guys. Get ready. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, 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 okay. What are we going to do first? Are we going to just play the trailer through? Do you want me to? We can do that first. Okay. Yes, yes. Oh, boy. I have to unmute it for that. Yeah. She is a woman on a fucking mission. an instinct. Yeah, it's Mary Ben Solo. Goodbye, Ephesus. Let the together flow through you. We're not alone. Neither Good are you. We will fight if we lead them. We're gonna cosplay Poe, right? People keep telling me they know me. <laughs> no one does. Oh, so beautiful. Oh, God, the biggest Long of dick energy. Have I waited? And now, you're coming together. Is your undoing? Are you guys playing the trailer? What are you doing yeah. there, Tripio? Yeah. Okay, because I'm not hearing anything on my end. I'm not either. That's my friend. That's what should be happening, actually. (laughs) We realize we've been doing something wrong for like the past two months. Fear. (laughs) It's the destiny of a Jedi. It's killing me small. Your destiny. The saga will end. Now the riding horses. Thing plugged in. Yeah, that's why they're not here. It mutes the computer back The force will be with you. Always. Wait. Was that Leia saying always? Yeah. Did I miss that? The yeah. first eight times we watched this? Yes. How? <laughs> Because you're a fucking casual. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, Connor's here. I don't have to do my Connor impression. You're Connor's right. saying. Yeah. You, you, fu- you fucking casuals. There we go. Okay. 
All right. Travis, you can you can tell the story of what happened while we were watching it. So Jared, of course, had a big reaction to I do walks out of water, flips hair back, swings saber into reverse grip. Oh, I did too. But you're not pretty, alone. Yeah, that was pretty sick. He had a bigger reaction to uh, them attacking that stand together, whatever. Which on. is most likely, likely Vader's, Vader's helmet. I did too. Yes, yes. He literally almost put his head through the ceiling. <laughs> like the the ceilings were in a basement. The ceilings aren't that high. They're maybe about seven feet. And Jared jumped up so high, I thought his head was going to go through the roof. <laughs> like, actually went airborne for Raylo. Um, like, after I came down, I went, ooh, that could have been a concussion. Um, that would have been a funny DM for Travis to send. It's be like, hey, uh, we got to reschedule the trailer breakdown. Why? What's wrong? Jared concussed himself during the trailer. We're going to the hospital. Um, I had to give him a piggyback down the street. Jared, I know how you feel. (laughs) And you're the one making jokes about giving out the address earlier, asshole. That's fine. (laughs) Anyway, um, so uh, initial thoughts, Connor. Um, I'm pretty psyched for it. I'm surprised, like at least with the reaction I sent to you guys in the chat, um, it felt tame to me. Because I thought, like, with the last two tra- with the last two trailers, that like the first one was Palpatine's laugh, the second one was Dark Ray. I thought the third one would end on like another big shocker, which I was surprised it didn't. But then again, this tells me that they're holding a lot back that we still haven't seen. Yes, which still shot, which still, which really um, excites me overall. I'm pretty I'm pretty psyched. I'm probably gonna end up rewatching this trailer like over and over again and then get more psyched than I am currently. So that's all I got. Groovy. Uh Emrys, you just spent about forty minutes talking about your thoughts on the trailer, but we're gonna put you on the spot because you're on this channel now. <laughs> okay. Um I'm on a high right now. Um I've taken no illegal substance, just watching Star Wars does it for me. But um it was it was Legalized Raylo twenty twenty. I I agree with O'Connor. It was because um, I was expecting something <sighs> huge. Yeah, huge. I was also expecting something because I heard someone told me that in Britain it was rated at a TV 14 um, rating that this this trailer was going to be extremely freaky and scary. It's going to be like horror level. And we, of course, didn't get that. So I I'm. I was a little disappointed in the tone of it, but I'm ready ready for it. I'm ready for it. I can't wait. And I I can't even communicate right now. Sorry. (laughs) That surprises me. (laughs) That surprises me so much that you're like disappointed by the tone. Cause I was going into this, like wanting them to not kind of have the same sense of foreboding that like the sizzle reel had. That like yeah. that like the sizzle reel kind of had like an apocalyptic tone to it, as did like the initial teaser a little bit. Where like this was more, um, this was more based in like a sense of like this is the fight, this is the moment. 
we're here. Yeah. This is the final yes. battle. This is a yeah. This is a final battle. Like like yeah. it, it had that. It had, like it, like the best way I can describe it is like the Independence Day speech in the movie Independence Day. Ooh, yeah. Is it like it yeah. has that kind of tone to it of like you know we're not going to go into that long night. We're we're here. We're ready and we're about to fuck shit up. And like that tone is exactly what I wanted from this. And I was so nervous that it was just going to be so scary and foreboding that like it kind of took my hope away going into it. And like I'm so much more hopeful going into this now. Um, Travis. It was a Star Wars trailer. Yeah. Like it. It pieces together. Now, granted. There's like I feel like I can tell a lot from this trailer about what we're going to see in December. But like there like it. It excites you without giving too much away. I don't feel like I watched the Sony trailer, right? I can't tell the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looking at you for uh, Homecoming. But, like, <laughs> every scene that Ray and Ben are in together is is a scene and a half. Um, the, the amount of... I know, I know. I will let you go off in, like, five minutes. No, take your time. I'm just... It's... I'm... Tr- I, I am vibrating in and out of this reality right now. Okay, it really is. I'm, I'm there. I'm there with you. You're not alone. I'm here. I'm on Earth two. I'm on Earth three. I'm on Earth four. I'm on Death Star three. I'm on Star Killer two. That was the only thing. <laughs> Running I, joke on here that Emrys probably hasn't heard yet. Do you do you know about? I that? really hope we get it. Emrys, you know about Death Star three? I kind of hope Wait, we get it. Emrys, are you aware of our running joke about uh, Death Star three and Star Killer base two? No, I, I'm not. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's I'm fine, because Travis can explain what we're referring to. So my prediction is that the big thing that Palpatine has in his pocket is Starkiller Base 2, and orbiting it as a moon is Death Star 3. Ooh. It's not, it's a complete joke, but it's going <laughs> to I know, I know. <laughs> Imagine the, if it happened. That, that joke started with the sizzle reel, right? Yeah. That's when we started making that yeah. stupid, awful joke. <laughs> Cut to um, Mike doing the curtain yeah. pulling gesture because he's not here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, really excited for all the stuff with the resistance. Like, oh, dude, as- same here. The fucking from- Y wing doing the fucking spin and then shooting at the uh, underbelly. Of the Star I'm betting good money that Zori Bliss because in one of the Legos, Zori Bliss is flying. Yeah, is, 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 is the minifigure for flying, a Y wing. Oh, I didn't get nearly enough air combat in the Last Jedi. Watching Poe do his thing in Force Awakens was part of, was one of my Dude, favorite parts. Poe doing, his, Poe doing his thing in the beginning of Last Jedi was hype as fuck. Yeah, and then oh my god, it wasn't. Yeah, and then most of it was a space chase, which like I'm fine with, but I can see your point, Travis. Yeah, like I wasn't disappointed that it wasn't there. It was there were other things in the Last Jedi that preoccupied me, uh, <laughs> but yeah a lot like, to it i'm i'm excited to have the you know the big grand epic space battle i'm excited to see sidious again i'm excited to watch uh ben solo cut down sidious with the skywalker lightsaber yeah it's yeah. gonna happen oh travis i'm so I mean, proud of you right is. now yeah. travis is doing nothing but raylo rights after being the foil to me on this show like here's so often <laughs> I, he's like saying nothing but Ray- you sound like me and it makes me happy i've told you this i just told connor this but i was i was i might like too I was very anti Raylo going into the Last Jedi, not because I didn't want it to happen, but because I was so I was so ready for the their related twist 
that I was like, don't yeah. don't give them romantic subtext and then have them be related again. I can't handle that. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, I can understand that. And now, and now they're not, and now there is, and it's going <laughs> to happen. So it's fine. Yeah, it's good. Now, were you the guy that was debating Jared in the first Raylo part one, where you were comparing Raylo to? Um, <laughs> oh, that Swiss. was Spencer. That was Spencer. No. Okay, okay, because we were gonna have words. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I am so ready to put Spencer in a cage match with girls with sabers. You have no idea. Put him in the octagon. Yeah, we're putting him in the octagon. Um, yeah, I also might be a Raylo. I'm not really sure. Oh. I'm not. I'm not sure where I stand. Let the Raylo through. Because here's the thing with. Those listening and with you, um, Amaris, right? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, that's how okay, you pronounce cool. it. Okay, cool. Um, I wasn't anti Raylo. I was just kind of like, eh, about it. Uh, like if it if it happen like if it happens, which it looks like it probably will. Um, I would have been fine with it if it didn't happen. I was I was gonna be fine either way if it did or didn't happen. But like, I think a just talking with Jared and b just like watching this trailer and see. My Star Wars father, Charles Soul, right in the Rise of Kylo Ren comic, um, yes. combined to basically say, like, maybe Raylo's a thing that I should become. So I'm yeah. not sure. I'm like moving slowly in the right direction. Good job, buddy. but always, but always in motion is the future. Always yes, in motion exactly. is the future. Yeah. As is the hips of Ray and Kylo Ren as they make beautiful first things. <laughs> um, I'm not going that far. Hey, look, I typically don't. I I'm typically more a, don't. I'm more of a friendship type of guy. Like, oh, they feel shut like they'd the be fuck really... up. Shut no, the fuck up. No. We don't have space for you, you filthy moderate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Travis immediately up. reaches to the soundboard to shut me off. Um, <laughs> there wouldn't be balance in that because you have – um, Anakin and Padme, their love tore the galaxy apart. So you need a love story that mends to the galaxy together. It. So it's yeah. it's yeah. yeah, it's it's that full circle monomyth where you you bring the whole saga together. Fucking you know, he a finishes right. what his grandfather said. You okay. know, I'll finish what you're what I'll you started. started. I said this to yeah. Travis before we had hot mics in front of us. Now, especially after seeing those shots of them standing together inside of the wreckage, now oh, that we've seen what dude, looks like both of them, both now that we've seen that shot of both of them, like definitely in the same room before Sidious, I so badly need a callback to that scene before Ben goes toe to toe with Sidious. Oh yeah, I so badly need to hear him say the words. I will finish what you started. Yes. Right yes, before he yes, takes this yes. son of a bitch to the ground for good. Yes. Like, I don't like, I, it would be, I mean, it, oh my God. Okay. 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 Slow down, Jared. Like, I either need to see it, like him say it to himself before throwing down with Sidious, or if we get him talking to Anakin and Anakin yeah. gives him, like, the final pep talk. Like, and like, like he's in the corner of the rings, massaging his shoulders. Yeah, he's, he's like Mickey and Rocky. He's like he's under crap lightning, crap lightning. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> he's like, like, I want that final moment where like Anakin's like both scolding but hyping Ben up, and just like like I've said before, we're like have Anakin or somebody just have a moment with him and be like, 
we have like you have the opportunity to nip this shit in the bud before it gets as out of hand as it did when it was me. Exactly. So I need you to go out there, fix your bullshit and make sure this son of a bitch doesn't come back this time. And like I need if that happens, I so badly need Ben to look Anakin in the eyes and say, I will finish what you started. Oh, I do like, too. Like, I do too. And completely oh, recontextualize it. No more masks. No more helmets. This is not Kylo Ren talking to Darth Vader. This is Ben this Solo is ben talking Solo to Anakin, talking Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. I will oh finish what God, you started. I'm going to make scrotum face go in the dirt permanently. No, re- no resurrections. Dead. So let it be written. So let it be done. Ugh. D-E-D Jared, dead. Would... D-E-D dead. Dead. <laughs> Fucking dead. Kill this son of a bitch, Ben. Yes. yes. Oh, God damn. Jared, I can't believe we just said that at the same time. What? The, um, it's, it's not Kylo Ren speaking. Oh, yeah. Name. It's Ben. So like, wow. That was nice. I also love. Okay. So we got to talk. Um. Travis, you're way calmer than I am, so I need you to, like, try to, like, like if I'm missing something, like, remind me that I'm, like, missing an important shot. Before you, like, get into it heavy, I want to point out something that I just noticed. Is uh, this the poster thing we noticed? Not that. that you pointed, I say we, you pointed out Different to me poster thing out. that I saw okay. in a headline. Uh, Carrie Fisher is the top billed actor in the movie. Fuck yeah. Yes. Of yeah. course she is. Like, on, she the poster, has, oh, on the poster. That does she's, not surprise me. Fucking that A right. Is, yeah, it makes me happy. And also the poster is a like almost perfect mirror of the Force Awakens poster. But yeah, like it is like like the like the whole remember when everybody was bugging out in the Force Awakens poster that like Ray's staff like was parallel to Kylo's lightsaber blade? Yes. In this poster, again, her lightsaber blade is like parallel to Kylo's. Yeah. And that, like, you have that, like that like it's it's like you said, like everyone's looking in the opposite direction they were the last time. And, like, this is, like, pure, like, again, it's, like, them being aligned. Um, I also want to... And the to, Falcon. Look at the position of the oh, Falcon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's big, That's too. That's his home. So you have you have that metaphor right there. Um, even their sabers are in zigs and zags, which I don't know if you know what Han said to baby Ben. Rick, uh, I, about I remember, Falcons. but I can't remember. Yeah. He, he talked to his his baby son about, you know, we're going to get there together. We might have to zig and we might have to zag. But as long as we have the Falcon, you and I are going to solve this. So fucking a I mean, right. Yeah, that's that's Han Solo right there. I also love in that son. in that very not the like first official poster, but the one that leaked out that ended up being on T-shirts and shit. Yes. Um. I also love the imagery there, and I think it's the case in the new poster where, like, you kind of get this visual of, like, the Falcon kind of, like, plunging upwards. Mm-hmm. And you – and, like, I I pointed it out, and granted, I was, like – it was right after I was – I had you guys on, so, like, I was low-key kind of – I had I had a lot of girls with sabers running through me in that moment. <laughs> um, I was able to call on you guys. Uh, but, like, you kind of have this, like – this visual that almost looks like it is like coming up from the underworld. Like it is shooting straight up. Like it is like, it is in ascendance. Like, I love that. Like everything here has like been going up. Yes. This rise. 
Um, I wanted to specifically scene wise. Obviously, I'm um, I'm gonna be the one who's gonna like try to like uh, needle out all the stuff that has Kylo Ren in it, and that's why Travis is here because he's able to focus on characters who I'm not fanboying over. Um, I'm not gonna replay the scene of him coming out of the water eight times in slow mo for you. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, that was another thing. Whenever the sizzle reel. Was it the sizzle reel or the it real trailer? It was the sizzle reel. Yeah, whenever the sizzle reel came out, I may or may not have had Travis on the air live play the footage of Kylo Ren just walking away oh, from his TIE fighter oh, over oh, and over and over again in oh, slow motion. Oh, oh, oh yes. Sorry, I, I wasn't interrupting you. I was echoing your excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a multi, I can't, I like they, they, we've made jokes about making a shirt that's just me. Like, d- put it on again, <laughs> run it back one more time. Uh, one more time. <laughs> it's only been an hour. One it's more only time. been an hour of me watching Kylo Ren walk. Um, you strut that stuff, baby. Uh, walk, rock, fashion, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't walk. I strut, strut. I don't work. I play. <laughs> See, like I'm, I'm, I'm like earning the Raylo's trust here. Like I, like I, I'm the straight, loud, cis white dude who's like referencing RuPaul right now, and like referencing yes. drag queens. Like I'm one of you. Al- <laughs> align yourselves with me, please. Um, but I love. Okay, so there's the moment that we all see where I think our general consensus is that they're destroying Vader's helmet. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. Okay, yeah. yeah. We saw what Jason retweeted, which is that Ray is holding the Sith dagger in that scene. Um, now, Jason also reported on another plot point that involves the Sith dagger and the assassination of a contact that is allied with the uh, resistance. And how that factors into other things that we're not going to get into because it's a little bit too deep into specific plot points and we don't um, – I, I don't like to call on Jason's mastery of the force in that way. Um, it's that, dangerous, that, I that, tell you. That's dark side magic that I don't like playing with. Um, oh, but I love pl- – not on the air. I don't play with it. You don't it, like playing with – oh, no, no. It's, I go it home me. and I do Sith alchemy over my phone. <laughs> I just Damn, see that scene it. in the Clone Wars where like Palpatine's like 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 electrocuting the cauldron. I just see you like with a, like a like a vault of force lightning onto your phone screen, and like as you're doing it, like the intro to now this is what I call podcasting is coming through your speakers. <laughs> anyway, the t-shirt right yeah. there. <laughs> just Travis doing Sith alchemy, exactly um, on his phone. Write that down and text him. Uh, <laughs> Or Levi, whoever comes for or Corey. Uh, <laughs> anyway, any of the people. But Ray's holding on to that dagger, and I really, really like the idea that we're gonna get into the idea of like of like force artifacts. And like mm-hmm. I really, really love the idea of there being some type of like dark side horcrux here. Yeah. Like, I think in the name of balance and like the force being two halves of itself the idea that to transcend death and to survive your physical demise you oh god i love that tracking shot of them like mowing down stormtroopers too i know you're trying to get to that it's it's so good oh my god please cosplay i i I watched that i think i'm fucking begging you travis You're acting like I don't want to. I know, but I need to see it. <laughs> My call sign on here is Black Leader. I don't have a choice. <laughs> Good point. Um, But 
uh, Ray is holding that Sith dagger, and I love the idea, the dagger, but like everything point yeah. leading to this is said it's a Sith dagger. Um, I really, really, really am fascinated by the idea that like Palpatine has attached his being to certain objects. Yeah. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. It like, would stay in line with the canon, like uh, well, Lord well, Moment, the presence in Rebels. Well, I agreed, but and like here's other things I can't think of. Well, here's right my question though. Well, yeah, like Lord Moment and all that stuff, or like Bane and his temple on uh, yeah. Orban or Moraband. Um, but like. I want to know what significance this has, like the idea of like, again, like the dark side Horcrux, like, is this going to function like a Horcrux where like you can split your soul multiple times? Because like Bane, Bane was just attached helps. to the temple. Because Bane was just attached to the temple and Moman was just attached to his helmet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what- Yeah, but <sighs> yeah, considering this is Palpatine, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. No, I agree. But like, Something I didn't like about Legends was that, like, all of the rules, the rules of the Force in Legends could... they all over the place? They were all over the place, but they could also be broken at any moment by just the idea of, this is how it works for just about everybody else, but such and such is so powerful that it doesn't apply to them. And, like... That wow. happened with Luke. That happened That's, with like Luke and like yeah. the Yuuzhan Vong. Were like, like the whole thing with Yuuzhan Vong was like they are so they are force resistant, but Luke was still able to use the force against them whenever he went like Super Saiyan God Jedi. Um, because again, Legends is just so goddamn over the top, and we love mm-hmm. it for it. But that was a little okay. Um, but like. You know, Luke could like he wasn't he she shouldn't have been able to, but he did. And like same thing with Sidious, where like Sidious created a force ghost essentially in Dark Empire. Yeah. You know, like there like there there's all okay, of these like Dark weird Empire. exceptions to the rules that don't make any sense. Or like Naga Sadao and um uh Marco Ragnos in like the old, 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 old Republican legends. Sith spirits can't happen, but like they like became Sith. They they were also like force spirits, right? And it didn't make and like it, it just didn't gel with the whole. It doesn't work here, but here and like it, it just like if you're powerful enough, you can break the rule, and I don't like that. And I, I like the either. idea that like certain sides of the force come with certain caveats. Exactly. You can survive death on the light side, but through the dark side, you can find a way to anchor yourself in the living. Because when you become a force ghost, you are You're an embodiment one. of the force. You maintain right. your you maintain your individual consciousness, and I think that like the dark side analog to that is is truly I'm going to attach myself to a material thing. Yeah, I'm going to attach myself into like the corporeal world so that you can't get rid of me. Yeah. Now, how that works and how many objects you can imbue yourself into, that'll be the question. Yeah, is we what don't Moment, know at this, at this moment. Exactly. Yeah. Is what Moment did with his helmet different from what Bane did with his temple? We don't have those answers yet. Like, can you can you theoretically do both? Did Moment, like, possess himself into the helmet and then, like, haunt Mustafar? Or was like, does Bane have some kind of weird Horcrux that could theoretically bring him back, but is occupying his temple? Weird, weird shit like that. And I'm very intrigued as like what these artifacts will play. Um, also, 
Never mind. I, I'll say that off the air because that affects the conversation I had with you yesterday, Amris. Um, I just I just had like a complete like moment of word association and just almost said some shit. <laughs> That's okay. Like I went I, I, I went complete gonna... lizard brain and I'm glad I caught myself. Um, I mean, we're I think not it's live. Interesting. Live. Not live. I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that was Travis and I talking amongst themselves, forgetting we're on a call full of people because I'm frazzled. Oh, I am too. I am too. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting and something that has not been fully developed, or at least not to my knowledge. But I think it's really interesting that Ray touches the saber and then she sees the entire Skywalker saga and experiences it experience it in body and in, like she literally travels through time and paralleling with her own history i think she's going to have that one of her force powers powers as a, for lack of a word right now sorry is going to be able to touch those artifacts and see the history attached to them and be able to uh talk to kylo about it psychiometry so yeah sort of like psychiometry yes. like quinlan Voss, yeah 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 yes. um, so, yes. yeah sort of like what cal Kestis is gonna do with fallen Order. oh yeah i forgot he has psychiometry too um yep. yeah i like that uh, a lot i also that's what a surprise. I tie it into Fallen Order. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. I've been no, obsessed no. with the game. A- Emerson Connor is as obsessed with Fallen Order as I am anything to do with Kylo Ren. So it's. I so want to play that. I'm dying, oh, but me I too. can't. Me too. I'm so yeah, ready. So. Um, I'm yeah. literally shutting myself off from all social media the second I get the game. So, like, <laughs> I really like. And I want to address like the actual like resistance stuff before I get like too into talking everything about Raylo here. Um, that's why Travis and Connor are here to counterbalance myself and Emerson. Okay, uh, I gotta say, yeah, two things. Jared, one, the fucking blockade runner in the be- in like the beginning of the trailer. That was fucking sick. Uh, there's the blockade runner. There's the whole massive fleet with that, which has so yeah, many and, Easter eggs. And, and the there's fucking- ships. From- why are they riding horses on a Star Destroyer and why do I love it? Because it's Star Wars. Here's my thing. Oh, that I love was beautiful. That, that, not only is that a beautiful shot, I think that that is Star going Destroyer to be... breaking out of the ice. That looks amazing yeah. as well. I love oh the shot. God. I love the shot of them riding the horses through. Here's my thing. A, I think that is going to be a moment of like Janna's people like revolting against the First Order and like I think the symbolism there of like an indigenous people riding their native animal to like a, like counterattack the in, the invading empire is beautiful and has all kinds of amazing symbolism to it. But Star Wars isn't political. But Star Wars isn't political. Um, <laughs> right. What are you talking about? Yeah, it, it, it's not uh, an allegory for Nazi Germany or anything. Um, but also, I think the motif um, that George Lucas held onto very deeply. That I always found interesting. I wasn't super married to it because, again, I've always much preferred the for- more, more bah, 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 much preferred the force stuff. That like he always loved to come back to like the rebels being like a more natural cause, exactly. and like, the empire being this like industrial machine, and to have that come back again. We're like this time it's not fucking teddy bears, but it, you have like Finn and Jana who like. And I, I've made fun of it so many times that, like, without fail, anytime there's a woman or a person of color involved in a Star Wars movie, we immediately try to see if they're related or not. 
and how frustrating mm-hmm. that is that like Finn shows up and we're like, hey, it has to be Lando's kid. And Jana shows up, hey, it has yes. to be Lando's kid. As annoying as that is, I really want Jana and Finn to be brother and sister. And I would yeah, love I the idea too. for him, like, because they because they, they have that line in the very beginning about him being ripped away from his family and everything. I would love f- for Finn's story to culminate in him finding his, like, literal family. There's rumors, and I, I don't know if I believe it, but there's rumors that he is actually the son of Lando. And then, I hate that so much. That is such yeah. a weird... It's the same yeah. thing as, like, until you actually really... All the, like in that case, how how did that happen? Like, if he's Lando's son, how did he get ripped away from Lando? Exactly, to get taken to the first order. What kind of yeah. crazy shit had to happen? Well, plus you see like a hologram of, of Finn's family. Lando's not fucking in that. When it's I very it's, brief, it's, it's on just the a HUD. baby. Is it just Isn't a baby? Just I him as a baby. With, I thought his parents were in it too, in that hollow projection. I, I might be wrong, but like like you said, like how. Like yeah, the first that, order is not brazen sense. enough to try to capture Lando Calfucking Rizian's kid. <laughs> they show up and he just rolls a natural twenty on his charisma check and they fucking leave. Yeah, <laughs> they fucking like, leave. Like he doesn't have the Jedi mind trick. He just goes no, and they go, "Shit, you're right." And they leave. That's fair. Um, and they, unless that like they they pull some bullshit of like. There was an accident, and they thought Finn was dead. And then the first order said, "Hey, here's a fucking no, baby." That's so. Please, that's no. that's so contrived. And yeah. Like, and like, this is the franchise where the motherfucker kept the name Kenobi and never got caught. Like, there's enough weird plot contrivances in this franchise already. I don't need another one where like Lando's secretly Finn's dad. Yeah. I yeah. love the idea though mm. of him finding, like, literally finding his tribe and finding his people. And I love the idea that like. His final moment of revolt against the First Order is, I'm with my family now. I'm with the people who I was meant to grow up with, and now we're going to rock your fucking world. And it's going to complete his As a unit the way we're supposed to. Exactly. As an absolute unit. And I and again I and again I hate the whole like oh Finn's black so he has to be related to Lando or Mace Windu and you know. You know, very, very uh, politely racist shit like that. But yeah. I, I, that's I, honestly, I, I love <sighs> the idea of him and Jana, Jana, however you're supposed to say it, being brother and sister for that reason. Um, I like that we see Rose here. I think this is the first time we actually see uh, Dominic Ma- Monahan. Him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Two of I've historically had a hard time Rose saying his name. And Billy Lord. Yeah, all we all see them. Yeah, we all see them right hype. there, which is awesome. Um, but I, I love that moment. I also I we have to address like the elephant in the room with like the ship or the shot with all the ships. Obviously the ghost is visible. Um apparently oh the Colossus God. and a couple other ships from Resistance are actually visible in that shot. So, apparently the Razor Crest is as well. Apparently. No fucking way. We haven't even seen enough of the Razor Crest to know what it looks like from that far away. Yeah, that would be really contrived. Oh, hey, this mercenary from thirty fucking years ago is here too. That's a little bit like yeah, this is an Avengers little, where you can do much. some weird shit like unless, that. Unless it's yeah. literally just like the like the Millennium Falcon can be seen in Revenge of the Sith. Like it's a callback like that. At this point, the, the at this point but, there's there's too much like is this canon? Is this not canon? Yeah. Where like at the time, and even when that happened, there were some people saying it was a Falcon. It wasn't the Falcon. It was the Falcon, but it wasn't the Falcon yet. 
there was so much weird shit with the Falcons cameo in episode three that I don't think they I don't think they'd open that can of worms again by having the Razor Crest in it. Fair enough. Um, that's just me though. But like, apparently, there's all those ships. Travis and I were talking in the car about the possible likelihood of like Hera having an actual cameo. Which I don't see as likely. I don't see it as likely either, but like if you're going to do it, this is the moment to do it. Like you, and it, it would literally just require someone in like a I green even- Twi'lek getup, aged up because this is 30 years after the fall of the Empire, and just have the same voice actress just say, this is Phoenix leader standing by i could see them not even like casting a physical person and just have the voice actress do just the have her yeah just have and her have it play it. through somebody's radio yeah and it's like oh okay and have like the voice actor who plays kaz kazuda and resistance just be like this is whatever the fuck his call sign is uh standing by that'd be amazing and i think that would be really cool to like have that moment from like the animated series is 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 um i would like to have like one from each show I have Ahsoka call in too, but like I said, like yes. if Ahsoka's in the mix, why the fuck is she not helping Ray and Ben? <laughs> like we need everybody Honestly. who knows how to use a lightsaber in that air in that room. If you can touch the force and use a lightsaber, that's where you should be. <laughs> like we like we're dealing with this motherfucker again. We need all hands on deck. I just um, love the one shot where it's Janna and all the space horses running galloping on a fucking Star, I'm guessing a Star Destroyer, while there's like ton, the tons of other Star Destroyers just about to like go off and fight. And oh my God. Uh, I'm so hyped for this space battle. Oh shit. Uh, Jonathan Subs from Beyond the Outer Rim just posted in Star Wars Veritas that uh, in the background of the scene where 3PO is getting worked on, there is a B1 battle droid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, we'll get to that scene in a second. I will say this much, and this is going to be like one of my very few nitpicks because, again, space fairy tale. Uh, let's not take things too seriously. Um, my rule with like realism in Star Wars is I don't need it, but when you find a moment to have it, I appreciate it. Yeah. The moment where like all of these ships are so fucking crowded together is not one of them. <laughs> Everyone's going to crash into each other. <laughs> Like very violently, when they all hit hyperdrives at the same time and they go light speed into the armada. Yeah, everyone's gonna be like, "For Holdo!" Uh, just one no, mass I would, suicide I would run. Love that. Uh, the entire galaxy was incinerated. The end. Yeah. The rise of Skywalker was simply referring to the temperature of the galaxy. Uh, but um, other than that, I love that shot. That looks beautiful. Uh, I love it looks the, crazy. I love this. I love the Star Destroyer coming out of the ice. Obviously, we didn't get any Knights of Ren in the trailer. Or Claude. Uh, or Claude. We've been, we've been cheated. We were cheated out of Claude. Um, oh, fuck. Here he comes. But I do. Oh, fuck. God damn. Hey, hey, I'm doing this live on the air because I'm in the mood. Hey, Emrys, next time you guys do a cool-ass video like Ghosts of Mustafar, cast a brother in a voice role, okay? Okay. I know I got I know I got deleted from that video. Cast a motherfucker with a voice line. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 half trolling. I'm half trolling. No, no. That's it me is. being that's me being a fanboy and loving your content and wanting to be in it. That's what that is. Um 
Um, the the guy who voiced Anakin Haradir is a friend of Luthien's, and he's already voiced other characters for us. And then the the guy who voiced Kylo Ren actually wrote Kylo Ren's part. Oh no! I, so, I no, it was phenomenal. Yeah. I'm not complaining yes. at all. I'm saying that completely as a fan of your content, who has the power to invite himself onto your channel. Mm. Yeah, you do. And you, me, of course I, you do. I know how tacky that sounded, power. Travis. I heard myself. Good. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm allowed and to... I know you have acting chops. I mean, <laughs> you know? Stop trying so, to make the yeah. demon talk, Travis. Stop trying to make the demon talk. Um, Got it. I hope you're happy. Um, <laughs> that's what you get. Yes. That's what I get. Um. Anyway, so I want to talk about the 3PO thing. Yeah. What about the three PO <laughs> thing, Jared? The three PO thing that Travis and I know more about than we should at this point. Um, I know the plot of this movie. Uh, I. I still okay. Um, what do you guys think? Because at this point, I'm, I'm biased now because I know more things than I wish I did. I'm I think thinking. He's... Go ahead. No, I've I've talked too much. So no, you have not. You, you're a guest. Yeah, Jesus Christ! No, you have not. <laughs> no, we brought no, you on no, here I to want, talk, man. What I the want hell? the other other one to speak. <laughs> All right, Connor, All right, you're cool. up first. Um, prequel restoration. Okay, so you think like what we've yeah. been saying for a while? Okay. Yeah, except like I don't know, just like uh, the sense of, um. The line that he says with seeing his friends for one last time kind of like, you know, scares me. But then again, that just might be because of the whole memory thing and whatnot. Like his like memory might gonna, be a little like he'll be rebooted and not remember them. Or yeah, and this is that, just that kind of scares me. And this is just complete conjecture with the memory thing. I think that that line could be framed in a different way, where like. If this is 3PO having those memories reinstalled, that he's saying seeing my friends one more time, like he's <gasps> he's like oh, he's like watching the Jared. Clone War happen in front of him. Yeah. And that's what he's referring to that like Jared. I'm getting to see Anakin and Obi-Wan again. Twelve oh nine AM. Don't do this to me. And that he's <laughs> And they're like, like, don't do this to me. But like, they're like pressing rewind, and and three PO's just sitting there, and he's like, oh hey, uh, he's like, hey, I remember that time I ended up on a battle droid's body. That was so fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, Bye. and he's like, oh my god, oh Pan Padme and Master Anakin's wedding. That was so sweet. Oh, there's Obi Wan and his big dick energy, and like, just like we, like, like I think that might be it. Is it like he's reliving the Clone War? He's reliving this block of twenty years that was taken away from him. That like maybe that's what he means. Like I'm seeing my, it's my like one more time or one last time or whatever it is. Is it like he's reliving the moments leading up to his memory being taken away? And he's seeing Anakin and he's seeing Obi-Wan and he's seeing Padme and he's seeing baby Luke and he's seeing baby Leia. 
and then like it's hitting him and then he gets to experience the galactic civil war in the way he did now remembering what he remembers and he's like oh my god these were these were their kids and they grew up and they became these heroes and they saved anakin and oh my god like i think that might be what it is to a certain extent is it like he's going i want to he's like i'm seeing them again like i remember who my friends were you know seeing ahsoka and all that craziness and you know, even Jar Jar. <laughs> Bro, I swear, if there's a goddamn Ahsoka reference in this movie, I'm going to lose it. I literally do not want to be with my family if that happens because <laughs> they, they will – no, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. There's no crying. I'm literally, trying to see it. I'm literally trying to see it with my one with one of my friends. So, uh, what were you saying, Travis? I said there's no crying in baseball. Yeah, dude, I'm, a a I'm, an a emotional, I'm gonna be an emotional wreck by the end of this movie. I am we oh we all God. are, but like, I, I don't think I have enough like sedatives for Jared. It's gonna be rough. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, be no. an emotional wreck for this. Here's and the scary thing: Fallen Order. But then again, with Fallen Order, I'm probably literally gonna cry when I see the star menu. So, like, here's the scary yeah. thing for me going into the Rise of Skywalker. I will get to see it the Wednesday night before it goes out to everybody on that thursday on the 19th what same because i work at amc now but here's the scary thing and he gets a plus one and i get a plus one and then i'm seeing it at like the big dolby cinema the next day with spencer and joel here's the here's the scary thing though i have to watch this movie for the first time with who will be my fucking co-workers oh my god so and I'm literally just going yeah, to sit in the back row so that these people can't watch me weep about space wizards. Oh, but they'll hear you. Oh. They'll hear me. They'll hear me. I hyperventilated during the crawl of the last Jedi. Yeah. That's I, not that's that's yeah. not an exaggerate. Like I know I oh, speak in shit. I know I know I speak in like comedic hyperbole on this show a lot. Like But like, that wasn't like, comedic hyperbole. Dead ass all seriousness. I saw a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away and started hyper-fucking-ventilating. When uh, I, do, oh. I don't handle Star Wars in a theater well. When Jared and I saw Avengers Endgame together, it was both of our, like, third viewing of the movie. Yeah. And the, and the Force Force Awakens, Jesus. Um, the Rise of Skywalker teaser came on, and Jared started crying. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Like, not to make fun of you, no, but, like, no. you did. Well, you like, had to stand up and walk away for a second. You're like, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do this. Holy shit. It was wow. my yeah, it was my third time seeing the movie and it was just a thousand generations live in you now. And immediately oh. like and Travis is like right next to me, a thousand generations live in you now. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately, like in like like the second it started. No, that's how I feel with the fucking um the D twenty three. And as it like starts to build up, absolutely, before it gets to the Rise of Skywalker footage, um, I think that's how it feels for me. I want to know, as of now, what do we think like our sequence of events is here? Because I'm at the point where well, I cannot figure out where Pasana happens, where the Death Star happens, where uh, Kimji happens. If Kimji is the ice planet, I think it is. Is like the confrontation between Palpatine and uh, Ben and Ray happening on the same planet as the ice planet? Like, what what do we think our sequence of events here is? Or are we just all like for the dogs here and equally confused? 
I need I need sleep before I do something <laughs> chronological. So I'm gonna guess her training on. I'm guessing Andor. It might be another new planet, which I'm fine. I'm fine with either way. Um, happens in the beginning. Um, the Fasana stuff probably happens after that. And then the stuff in Kimji kind of happens like maybe concurrent or after that. I don't fucking know. Um, and then all the, like the weird force shit space battle crap, um, Force banana, Star Wars bananas craziness happens in the end. So that's my sequence of events. Yeah, I think um, Ray has her training, uh, most likely on Endor, and they're rallying uh, support. Yeah, they um, Ray and Ben have their first fight. They that ends in a draw. They split off. Uh, Ray gets inside Ben's head and like gets him to like really consider switching back. Uh, here's you my know. thing. I just and this this is me personally, mostly because I want like what if them fighting on the, to shut up. What I, if them fighting on the Death Star is a Force Vision? I don't think it's a Force Vision. I think mm-hmm. that's happening. Yeah, I th- like I legitimately yeah. think that's happening. I I okay. really want somewhat of a draw. I want Ben to decisively win the fight. And like, walk even away. though, even though Ray has like made huge leaps and bounds in her training, I this want there to be Kylo, a very. This is Ben at one hundred percent. Like yeah. even even though he is still clearly con- conflicted and dealing with some shit, like he's not bleeding out. He's not yep. wounded. He didn't just kill Han, his father. Um, his father, Han Solo. Uh, running joke. Uh, he I want to see him like have a moment like kind of like what Iron Man says in Spider-Man Homecoming to Peter where Peter's like, well, I threw down with Captain America. And Tony's like, listen, kid, if Cap wanted to lay you out, he could have. I want there to be a moment where like Ray realizes Ben's been holding back. You've oh, yeah. Beaten him. Yeah. You've beaten him because he was practically dead already. And all of these other these outlying factors like I want her not to be like I don't want her to like be afraid for her life. I want her to be cut in half dead <laughs> on the Death Star. I in don't, the first five I, minutes. Okay, Jeremy. Um, that was a joke. But it, Jared knows and, and I'm not going to say anything new, but the look at his saber, the way that he fights, it's all um, it's all defensive. I don't think he's yeah. dueling her to conquer her. He is that is an argument that it's like metaphorically an argument with lovers. Yeah. So I think he's going to overpower her, but I, I think it's going to be almost like a Han Solo Leia conversation only with sabers where he's basically going to put her in a corner. So they have to confront the relationship. Yeah. Like he's like enough playing around. We're going to talk about this, you know, with seriously. And, so I, I think that's what it, it's going to be because I don't think it ever ha- I don't think it's it's not good for an audience who thinks that Raylo is toxic to see Ben come after Ray in a violent manner. No, I think absolutely. that would do 
awful, awful things. I think it's, it's more of a training. Like we have had that set up from the beginning. You need a teacher. I can show you the ways of the force. And then Luke saying, Luke saying, you know, uh, you need a teacher. I can't teach you. And then in the novel, what I love about this is when Ben extends or Kylo extends his hand and says, join me. Ray sees his hand and goes, there is the man who has all the knowledge and the power that I need. He wants to teach me. He's offered it before, but I cannot take his hand when it's Kylo Ren. And I think that's going to be a moment where she's like, I need teaching. Uh, C-3PO can only translate these texts so much. Um, you are going to have to be my teacher. And Leia I mean, can only and- do so much. Leia yes. can also do so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. There comes a point where her training's going to like – plateau and i I totally agree with you i don't want to see ben like come after her but by the same token like i want everybody who's been like oh kylo ren's a bitch he's lost every fight blah 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 like i want there to be a definitive moment where like he conclusively ends a fight oh yeah this could have ended a lot worse and it's not and you need to fucking stop it exactly and like for and for her to be like okay you need to fucking stop it because you're on the wrong side of history here. And for yeah. that conversation to play out how it does, but I truly want Ben to win the duel here. Like, oh, I want yeah. there to be a moment where it's definitively made plain for everybody at home who doesn't get it. <laughs> ben is in, is in control of this situation. He, I don't want to say he threw the fight the first time because he didn't throw the fight. He lost it, but he lost it circumstantially. Yeah. And the second fight we see him in on screen, he's fighting a fucking ghost. And, and people, people uh, say, "Oh, when when Snoke says you failed, when he talks about you, you know, you failed, you you didn't win against a girl who never held a lightsaber before." Well, that language, if you look at the text, is basically Snoke saying over and over again, "Look how your grandfather girl. failed. Yeah. Your grandfather failed because he was compassionate. Well, you took pity on this girl. You didn't go with full force like you could have. Um, you know, she." was over a cliff you should have just pushed her over the edge (laughs) i mean it's it's all of that where he has so much compassion that he's holding back and i don't think it's just going to be with ray i think ben solo is going to go mad in the force um, during this whole movie look at the time on the recording i can't see it from here half an hour my ass oh god how much longer is it we're at 53. Ah, well, you know, it's a trailer breakdown. They they, they know what to expect. They've been listening to us for how long? Um, yeah, there's a lot to really dissect here. Um, I know we're going to get even more into it next week when there's, you know, more stills, more things to go off of. Currently, I'm seeing people report, uh, you know, you want to talk about Raylo being Endgame. Here's a funny anecdote for you. Uh, whenever Endgame's tickets went live... For the pre-sales and stuff like that. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah, the Rise of Skywalker pre-sales just beat Endgame's pre-sales. <laughs> yes! Wasn't that like 45% yes! or something? Emrys, was it you or Luthien who was talking about like the the pipe dream that Me? Avengers would lose to Star Wars at the end of the year? 
Me? <laughs> I'm gonna toot my own horn. It's I me. I don't I don't know. I'm still not hopeful about the math. Yes. But I'm more hopeful now. I want that. I want that for Star Wars. I want for my many first reasons. love to be the one that comes out. On I think top. Star Wars has a bigger exactly. opening weekend. Exactly. I, yeah, I think Star Wars might have a bigger opening weekend. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I think this has been a series with us that has far surpassed the MCU. And I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Don't get me wrong. But this is a saga that's going to end something that began in, in 1977. This needs to beat it. It does. I'm sorry, but it Agreed. does. It it has such a legacy and a history behind it. And um, I loved Endgame, but... This is the Skywalker Endgame, and it needs to surpass. I'm sorry, guys. Forgive me. <laughs> we just lost all our listeners. No, everyone's yeah, yeah. gone. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I love job. No, no. I, I love it. <laughs> look, look, I love I love comic books and superheroes and Marvel in particular as much as the next guy. Star Wars is my first love, and for me to be able to say that in the year of 2019. Um, the year of our Lord Darth Sidious. Um, <laughs> that that joke's gonna go over with some people better than others. Um, <laughs> that I can look at the box office record for the year and see Star Wars Episode Nine, followed immediately by a fourth Avengers movie. Oh, that would be beautiful. Tell oh a, my God. Tell a 13-year-old Jared he'd live to see the, the words I just said. Yeah. A ninth Star Wars movie and four Avengers movies. That's fucking absurd. Yeah. With that. That is Lord yeah, of sorry. the Rings. Yeah. That's the Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. It's that effect. If it, if it weren't for that movie um, and then the Game of Thrones revived, you know, doing a little bit of CPR on it after The Hobbit, uh, I don't think we would have this this new revel, you know, this new restoration and of of the heroes. I mean, basically, Star Wars and the MCU are in that whole mythological cast. Absolutely. It's the same. It really is. Um, with that, I think we have set, gotten a lot of our thoughts out about this trailer. I'm so ready to see how this plans out. Um, I glanced at Twitter a moment ago and I saw something that made me laugh a lot. And it was, um, uh, people think they know who I am, but they don't. But I do is the new, I love you. I know. Yes. Yes. I can see that. He said that in our live stream. I, well, we missed <laughs> I was busy in yeah, devouring a sloppy Joe grilled cheese sandwich. Um, I'm gonna have a heart attack when I'm 30. That's why I'm grooming oh, you, no. Mike and Connor, to, and Spencer to take over for me. Yeah, because I'm gonna eat like one too many like crackhead foods, and my heart's gonna fucking explode while we're recording one of these days. Oh God. Um. Uh, let's not. Let's not hope. Let's hope that doesn't happen. When gone am I? The last of the dobackers. The Jedi, you will be. (laughs) (laughs) The last of the dobackers, you will be. Um, With that, Emrys, where can the lovely people find you and all of your social medias? 
We are Girls with Sabres on YouTube is our primary location. You'll find podcasts, video essays, and original audio dramas as well. You can also reach us at um, Twitter, um, Facebook, uh, Patreon, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. We're, if it exists, we're there. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> come say hi. <laughs> since you already made your announcement on your live stream, and uh, this will be going up tomorrow, it's public knowledge to all your subscribers and fans. Do you want to talk about yes. the big thing you just announced an hour ago? Yes, yes. We finally released our merchandise. Um, it is on T Public, and it's under Girls with Sabres as well. So especially if you're in the Raylo frame of mind, we have some wonderful merchandise that is Raylo-centered. <laughs> so come and visit us. And if you're not a Raylo, we are still uh, Star Wars fangirls, and we love everyone in the Star Wars community as long as the conversation remains civil. And we just want to enjoy the fandom with you. So come and say hey. Pro tip as somebody who is operated with uh, T Public, I highly yes. recommend putting a link to that in your descriptions and stuff and like on your channel. Okay. Because searching for a specific creator can be really, really, really difficult. Um, yes. It has taken me like 18 adjacent searches to eventually arrive at the do back page. So like we just leave links everywhere to the T public. So I would highly okay. recommend that just as it's super hard to get through. Um, and while you're on T public, go find the do back discussion stuff and get our Raylo shirt. We too. will. We will. And I, I would, I think there's affiliates where you, you have associates there. Um, Blue Bantha was talking about that with us. I think that would be really fun to oh, totally. all group us together Absolutely. and advertise with each other. Of course, the Raylo Avengers, duh. Exactly. Um, the Raylo Avengers. I'm still waiting for somebody <laughs> to make that edit. I'm still waiting for somebody to like take the ending of Endgame and like have yes. like, all the Raylo content creators like lined up and then like 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 cut to Thanos and it's like geeks and gamers and fucking you know, everybody. <laughs> Uh, all the antis, like like all the antis are people who don't understand Raylo but want to talk shit and just have that like have that moment. I don't know who gets to be Captain America, but like I just want to see it happen. Um, mm -hmm. I want Thor. I want Thor because I would be the one to let out the blood curdling battle screech. <laughs> like as much as I want to pretend I get like the Avengers, I'm the one who right after assembles goes. But, you know, <laughs> that was so like spot on. <laughs> I've rewatched that scene so many times, and I didn't notice the scream until you pointed it out. But then I rewatched it as many more That's times. The best part of it, it's, it's a yeah! it real, honestly though, because you see him do it. Like you yeah. watch him, like his but, face, like, his shoulders shake. And he's like, Grr! like his like whole fuck it. It's the best part of that scene. Is like Thor's like, let's fuck him up, um, kill him proper. Yeah. Oh god, I'm so upset that Endgame took that line because there's a part of me that also wants to hear Ben say some shit like that. Anakin's ghost says it to him as he walks on. Yeah, let's kill him properly this time. Um, but yeah, obviously go check out Girls with Sabers. Uh, I can't sing their praises enough. Uh, we say friends of the pod, pals of the pod on this show a lot. They are best friends of the pod. Uh, cannot wait to sit down with them for our last Jedi audio commentary. Uh, 
where I think the drinking game for The Last Jedi is just going to be like every Raylo moment, take a big hearty sip. That or every time you, every time an incel got angry at the movie, take a sip. We'd be dead. That's like the whole entire yeah. movie. We'd be dr- like, there like, wouldn't be any talking. It would you just hear us like drinking the whole time? <laughs> we're gonna be, dude. You like if when you guys do this, we're gonna be drunk by like minute two. Luke tossing his saber. No, no, like halfway through the crawl. Mm, true. The, 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 there's a female mention. Um. Connor, where can the love of people find you on the interwebs? Um, they can find me on Twitter. Finally, you gotta I think recently, of a song yeah, like right now. <laughs> Wait, say that again. I was talking to Travis. You need to think of a song right now. Oh, I didn't even time. post. I don't. Okay, care. cool. <laughs> All right. I got an extra um, hour can, of shit to edit. I'm sorry. Very good. Um, they can find me on Twitter, which I recently reactivated for yeah, some boy. time. Um, at Depa Banana. D-E-P-A, and then banana, no space, nothing like that. You can, you'll understand why it's like that. Um, and then they can find me on Facebook as an admin of the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics, a group where our whole mission statement is to cel- celebrate and talk positively about Star Wars while leaving all the negative bullcrap out of, out of the group and out of everywhere. So... That's all. Travi, where can the lovely people find you? You can find me complaining about editing at 2 a.m. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram I'm at Travis sorry. Political. I'm, I'm just going to rub it in. But yeah, at Travis Political, oh, Twitter, Instagram. Amen, friend. I'm up all hours editing. <laughs> so I, I have, have the first half of this episode where it's just me and Jared, like, done. Like, it's ready, it's ready to ship. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, another half hour of trailer talk. It'll be fine. And uh, we're at an hour and five minutes. Okay, I don't think either of us expected I'm this trailer so to sorry. include Ben and Ray teaming up to cut Darth Vader's helmet in half and shit like that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 that's a lot to put in the trailer. And I just want to say this is like my final thought. This is what they put in the trailer. Exactly. Think about that. Because for every, like, what the fuck shot they put in each of these trailers, the actual content of the movie is even, gonna be even more insane. crazier. Yeah. We thought, I need someone to show me my place in all this. Will you help me? extending hand was wild even though those those were two separate scenes what we didn't realize was he was he was extending that hand after he murdered snoke to save her yes we freaked we freaked out whenever finn turned on the lightsaber in the one trailer what we didn't realize was right after that ray would become awoken to her force abilities and throw down with kylo ren there is so much here that we are still not seeing. Star mm-hmm. killer two, death stars Star. three, three through eight. eight. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on at, on Twitter and Instagram at darkjedi twenty five fifty two. I'm probably going to be milking all of the Rise of Skywalker hashtags to show my Kylo Ren cosplays. Uh, <laughs> because I am nothing if not utilitarian. Uh, 
be sure to check out do back discussion on all the social medias and check out all the other shows in the network hall of heroes which is also travis and i uh talking about superheroes and shit along with spencer gore and more our horror show wicked wednesday our other horror show jerk the curtain our wrestling show which i will be making an appearance on since i'm going to see an aew match with T- uh, tj this wednesday um nice right uh, I asked for a ticket as a joke, and he got one. Uh, and oh anybody gosh. who's spoken with TJ for any amount of time knows how fucking on brand that is for him. Uh, check out uh, Down the Rabbit Hole, Do Back Sports, all of that good stuff. And then, like I said, uh, this Sunday will be the beginning of our audio commentary series with The Phantom Menace. Be sure to tune in. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, uh, how to map match everything up and we talk about it in the audio itself so you'll be able to catch up with us and sip on a Qui-Gon Jinn while we watch the first chapter in the Skywalker saga with that we are honored that you have joined us and may the force be with you all always to all the I see the shadows on my face People have told me I don't look the same Maybe I lost weight I'm playing hooky With the best of the best Put my heart on my chest So that you can see it too Dress tangles my neck.